0: What's everybody drinking?
1: That sixty minute or sorry, that ninety minute Ooh,
2: mm. ninety minute IPA. That's pretty good. Guys at the Can one twenty I have to uh, that, yeah.
1: The 120 is pretty good. Yeah, it's
2: pretty good. It's also pretty
0: overpriced, but yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, it's very. I also wish I could buy them in six packs, which I think makes me an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I mean, want like I would drink like three and be very toasty. And then I would have the other three for have the next one. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when really, do they it's in laziness. Wait, I do, you only,
1: do you only buy them at uh, singles?
0: No, they come in four
2: packs. Yeah, but I would prefer them in six packs.
1: Oh,
2: OK, I hate four packs like just yeah, charge me. Yeah. 30% more and make it a six pack. I'm okay with that. Because exactly what you're saying. You have three and you feel real good. You go to bed and then you have one beer like an asshole. Like it's yeah, just the I, worst amount of beer to have.
0: Yeah. Like and then really you're like, low. I can't be lazy and stay home and just drink what's left over. Now I gotta go back out. And now you have too much left over the next night because you had one extra to start with. Yeah, so it's how they professional get it's a cycle, really. Really. It's not my fault I'm an alcoholic, it's a store. It's it's the
1: whole hot dogs and hot dog bun scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just, like that, just that capitalism, whole, just screwing you. Yeah, anyway, the, the shadow,
1: the shadow council of Pathmark, whatever the fuck it is. I don't
0: know <laughs> it's,
2: it's just... uh the yes, we will, have... <laughs> we will have Mark. Holy shit, we will have two two Remember more that? dogs per container, <laughs> and not enough buttons
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> It's very, yeah. It's it's. I don't know, man. It, it's. I want to blame it on the metric system, but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, it's to be like fucking metric system. Am I right?
2: Yeah, did it
0: again. It's, it's probably yeah. our fault for not being on the fucking metric system.
2: I feel like if you're American, you can say that, and that's just as far as you have to go, and other countries are like, stupid fucking American, but other Americans are like, yeah, it's definitely that.
1: Yeah, that's because most people (laughs) in America never even learned about the metric system. (laughs) It's how fucking stupid we are.
2: Yeah.
0: It's in sets of 10. What's that supposed to mean? (laughs) Everybody knows there's 12 inches. There's more. We're American. What's a a kilometer?
1: Uh, (laughs) Funny you should ask. I don't know. (laughs) I went to school in America.
0: (laughs) Now I'm doing math. Thanks asshole.
1: Is it yeah. pronounced
0: kilometer or kilometer?
1: It depends on what what region you're from and also how big of a cunt you are.
0: Yeah.
3: It's like, like scenario versus scenario. Versus <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can all agree that tomato's wrong though, right? It's tomato. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there there's yeah. no t- tomato tomato. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Uh, I get like uh like uh, unilaterally unequivocally angry when people say scenario though like it's just it just it just gets to scenario I don't, yeah 100 yeah. i would
0: i would posit that the person who made the tomato tomato phrase back in 1914 or whatever the fuck was just the edgelord of that time and he was just trying to stir up some shit like he was bored nothing to do but get like some terrible disease like rickets and die and he's like maybe i'll just say maybe i'll just say tomato and then everyone's gonna hate me But like, actually he was the yeah. first incel
2: actually historically yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Town Square is uh, ablaze with chit chat, and for once, it's not about the bubonic plague. What's up, boys?
1: I I feel like, I feel like Tomato was born of somebody who ate beans on toast as a meal and thought that was okay to do.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's called a bean sandwich. You don't want one?
1: (laughs) And and I'm not, I'm not out here to mock an entire culture because I have friends from the UK who are lovely people. But I remember the first time I saw someone eat beans on toast, it was... Wait, that's a real
2: thing? I thought you were fucking with me. No, no,
1: it's a real thing. I watched, I watched uh, Jack... Osborne eat beans on toast back on, on the the Osborne's where I was like, well, it's sounds grade school. disgusting.
2: In and and I remember thinking like, be. of
1: course he do that, that fat piece. Of I didn't know that was a thing that all that was a part of English culture. I thought that he was just a disgusting basement dweller because he was a disgusting basement dweller. Yeah. Well,
2: the last I mean, you thing you don't I want to see is bean juice leaking down Jack. Oh uh, no. Fucking, yeah, it's right here. Just it's
1: probably, it's probably undiscernible
0: from all the other juice. leaking yeah, down Jack. yeah. When you go to hell, it's just
2: that it's just Jack. Like, Eating a bean sandwich. <laughs> Fucking asshole,
0: dude. Satan just pulls out a chair and you're like, What am I doing at this table? And across from you, Jack Os- Osborne pops into existence. He's like, No, please, anything but this. I uh, feel like the beans. He, be eating a
1: bean. It would have mayo on it, though, because he would have to have mayo running <laughs> out of his chin,
0: too. Oh, no. Yeah. You're going to I was good. I knew you were good. Gonna...
2: <laughs> uh, I, I see win. what he looks like now. I'm doing it. No, don't do it.
0: Scott might he- not be willing to make fun of an entire uh, country's worth of people, but I will. Fuck you, for Beans on
2: toast is disgusting. Yeah, that's
1: Dirty just brits. terrible. Oh man, we're gonna lose our one viewer we have left. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, he, he actually knows, looks I'm, pretty good. It's not even funny. It's knows, a success I'm story. Kidding. I hate that. Did he? <laughs>
1: He, he got in shape, didn't
2: he? He did, yeah. He's in don't like, you hate when in you, in just like, wanna, you just want to... He's better shape wanna... than any of us by far, so like, we yeah. can't even... That's the yeah. end of the Jack Osborne jokes. We gotta stop. I mean, he did it. No, he got no, out. He's, he,
1: still, he still has a face like a pug. I'm willing to bet. He's definitely got a pug face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he does. definitely
2: <laughs> still, has, yeah, he yeah. still has a pug face. He, he
0: looks like... Uh, I, I don't think you guys have seen The Expanse, but he looks like the still fat version of Amos on that show.
1: <laughs> he looks like if sleep apnea was a person. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hang on. Where the fuck did it go? There it is. All right, it's in Disco.
0: All right. Do I do? Here's the biggest question I have for you. Do I do two or three welcomes? You said three welcomes
2: last week, so I would I would I would would tone it down just a little bit. Maybe just hit us with two, (laughs) like a one punch. Is three two juice? No,
1: I think I think three is just the right amount. Three is like it's that juice dripping down Jack Osborne's face. (laughs) You, you can't call but, back yet. Yeah, it's too early. But 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 it, but it's dripping but it's that dripping down just, like um, 30 Naomi seconds Watts ago. face instead. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> if, if I'm sorry, but if I saw mayonnaise dripping down Naomi Watts' face, I might have to pull one out. <laughs> I might have to like
0: <laughs> What about what about mayonnaise dripping down Bear girl's face? Also, before you answer I don't remember who, going, who that is. He's out uh, there and drinks his own piss. He drinks pee. his own piss, yeah. 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 He like um, pissed and, into his I ass mean, or
2: something too, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he did a lot <laughs> of shit. Like, and also, I think he's graying, so Derek might be a contender. I mean,
3: you realize you
1: realize that, you realize that when Bear Bear grillis his name Bear grillis Bear Just Grills,
2: Grylls. yeah,
1: when, when Bear Grills eats his second his own second harvest, he's already eating a third or fourth harvest.
2: <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, that dude recycles. Hell yeah, Bear.
1: His carbon footprint is so small.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's he's, he's got to negate all the helicopter fuel that he wastes going to the top of the mountains and getting <laughs> dropped off. So really, he's just trying to, you know, get back to zero, baby. Yeah, it starts all.
2: off the episode like, look, just don't ask how I got here. We're going to
0: save the environment. Let's do it. In my mind, he's got like a watch. And every time another kilometer goes by, he has, he's like, oh, that's another pee I got to drink. <laughs> oh, that's another fucking compost bin in my own shit. I got a mullet in is my it,
1: Why doesn't Bill Gates... Give him one of those machines that lets him drink his own pee, so it's not just pee. You know I mean, because like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, I mean, you, you gotta give, you gotta give it to Nat Geo or whatever fuck True TV, whatever channel this shit's on at this point. People with a piss fetish had it real rough before before <laughs> Man vs Wild came out. <laughs> there was there were a lot of ways to see people chugging pee without going on a special website and ordering a custom DVD and having it shipped to a PO box your wife wouldn't know. I'm assuming. That's, yeah, that's folks, they of- get it now. Yeah, yeah, but now now if you if you got a piss fetish. Man, do you think that like well, prime piss, time, baby?
2: Do you think piss fetish people are now putting themselves in scenarios where they're like starving to death so that they have an excuse to drink their own pee without the public ridicule? Is my I think question. If, they're,
1: if they're piss fetish curious, <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah, they like intentionally take a sketchy Spirit Airlines flight out over the Alps and just pray for turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: All right, well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cynical Nerd. Very good. My name is Chris. I am joined, as always, by Skerrick. Derek, it's Scott Scott, how you doing today, buddy?
1: I'm really uncomfortable that you're calling a scarec multiple It's I, like yeah, a regular thing
0: now. It feels like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's you know, what do you want but, from me? I ran out of quick references. I, to I, I
1: feel like I feel like we 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 somehow emerged. Like it's it's like he was in one pod and I was in the other, and we emerged as one Cronenberg-esque nightmare. Yeah. Oh. Our, our fucking uh,
2: underneath the screens, our our bodies are connected. Like uh, <laughs> yeah. fucking Michael just, and Peichel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: just, we are we tentacles. are double double the body mass, double the gut, double the cynicism. No one is safe <laughs> from our
2: wrath. Yeah. So you're doing good then?
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, our our shits have been rough, you know. <laughs> Who
2: yeah, writes? my shit is his vomit. That's <laughs> really not good.
1: Yeah, my breath is terrible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Derek, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I didn't think of a clever joke. Let's start the episode. Woo! Let's do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we have a, a fair bit of weekend review news to cover. We have uh, Wandavision episode seven. We have Derek's recommendation of the grand budapest hotel to cover uh, we have uh, scott and i watched young rock and that's our first piece of weekend review news so without further ado oh you motherfucker now tell me how you felt about <laughs> you can't it. can't wait no no we, we do episode reviews at the end man we didn't all watch it so this is more like basic thoughts you don't want to do it right now
1: i mean i i just want to tease you
0: out i want to i want to, I want to i'm not into I want that, to, that shit I want, I want to edge you for, for a while. while on this young rock
2: <laughs> shit Edging porn is frustrating just to see the title of I don't even I don't click on that shit. I'm, I'm also uh, being edged, too, because I didn't watch it. And then I want to see. I just I just want to see. It's more of a curiosity. I want to see what happened, but it can happen okay. whenever it happens. No rush. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, well, we can go through other we can do that right before we do the other main topics. I just figured it would be such a, a quicker conversation because it's only. It's oh, gonna... Oh no, 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 it's uh, that <laughs> it I'm not that I'm now dreading it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very quick off the top. We talked about this last week. The Mandalorian has signaled that they will not recast Gina Carano. Uh, this is not really news because we didn't think they were going to anyway. But on top of not recasting Gina Carano, uh, they made a good point. The article mentions that they announced the new series Rangers of the New Republic, which we all thought she was going to be a part of. Apparently, Disney never had that plan to begin with. That show was never going to involve her. Uh, on top of that, Hasbro has also they have some Cara Dune toys, which were apparently on back order. Uh, a lot of Ben Shapiro fans out there, I guess. And uh, yeah. Hasbro announced that they will be honoring current orders. You can't order anymore. They're They're yeah. just gone. So they're erasing her basically as best they can. And you know what? They have the right to whatever Hasbro has the right to do whatever they want. So does Disney. Uh, Derek, how do you feel about not recasting her? Do you think that this, they're going to even give her like a sentence on the show?
2: Uh, Yeah, they'll have it like a throwaway piece of dialogue. I'm sure you can't just pretend she didn't exist. Um, But I mean, yeah, no, I,
0: I, I try th- me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, they probably already have shot
1: in episodes for season three. I mean, they probably, yeah. they probably already have, have covered how they get off of the ship, off of the, uh, what, what, what even is Oh, you know what? Ship? I
2: hadn't even considered that. She's on that ship, right? Yeah. 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 I didn't think of that. So I, mean, they, I don't they, know. They
1: probably, well, they probably already tied that loose end. She's probably already off fucking off doing whatever she was supposed to yeah. do. And there's not going to revisit her. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't need to know what happened to her. I don't care what happened. to
2: her. That's what I mean. I it's like, again, the, the biggest tragedy of it to me is, uh, 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 is that like her character kind of got dumb anyway. So it's like, who, wh- why yeah. would you recast a role that kind of had like lived out its potential to begin with? So great. I mean, plus it like stops any continuity errors you always hate. You know, in Game of Thrones, you see all these characters being recast sometimes twice. They get a new guy and then another guy after that. Um, It gets a little like, all right, come on, just find someone and stick with it. If the actor actress doesn't work out and her her uh, her arc kind of like did what it needed to do. All right, forget it. Let's move on. Uh, Something Scott said plenty of times is that there are plenty of characters to give the spotlight to that still have yet to meet their kind of crescendo. So right. who gives a shit?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I have to say like her story arc was much more interesting in the first season. Yeah. And then they just never ex- expanded upon it. Like they, she was like, Oh, I'm a rebel shock trooper. And you could tell that she had seen some shit. And then I'm like, cool. I want to know what's going on with that. Nope. Yeah.
1: The, the the biggest sin out of all is that she did. She didn't have the acting chops. She wasn't, she wasn't a great actress. Like, yeah, I think, no. honestly, like her act, like had she been, uh, more experience, maybe had she had more time to like hone her craft. Like she played fucking Stardust and Deadpool before that. That's her only other credit, right? She played. Uh, she played. She played the the big bad. Sure. The only other big in- one, though. Yeah. Yeah, like it, I mean, she, I, I don't think she has a wide range of. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it's just it's. I, I think that that's par- probably part of the reason why we didn't get to dive into her backstory in season two, right? Maybe 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 it was partially because of some of the things she said. Before season two started shooting, maybe they they recognized that she wasn't up to par with Pedro Pascal or, you know, or Carl Weathers even.
0: Fucking Carl Weathers, I love that man.
2: Yeah, Yeah. what a hunk. I
1: would uh, not 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 be confused with Bill Weathers, but let's be honest: when when Carl Weathers is gone, ain't no sunshine either,
0: baby. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no fucking Uh, sunshine. I would also posit that. I mean, I, I just don't. I just don't care. I mean, the, yeah. like I said, the only interesting thing they did with her was the Shock Trooper from Alderaan thing. And she looked like she was like PTSD style yeah. Corvette. And then they gave her a, an auto cannon and a minigun and yeah. she shot things. And that was all I, I my I would suggest. No, I would. I would uh, bet we're going to see some WWE movies in her future. <laughs> That's where <laughs> I think she's probably going to end up showing up next.
1: Yeah. Uh, like she has to stop a supermarket shooting or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. even I'm not even joking. Like that's 100% going to like every WWE movie's like a war veteran pushed yeah. to his limits. But now the recruit, but now he owns 12 acres and they're in his yard. You're like, "What the fuck?"
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty sure they have like the the recruit or something. I'm probably fucking it up. It's another like two word yeah. title, like like the soldier or something. And there's like six of them. Yeah. So WWE makes moves for people who jerk off with the star spangled
1: flag.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Don't judge people who are home when no one else is there and like stand up and salute when they during, you know, during yeah, at the beginning of a games. Yankees
1: game like a fucking psychopath where no one else can see and they stand up and salute the flag hearing, hearing on their hearing, TV. Hearing,
0: hearing someone belt rockets red glare really gets my red rocket going. You know what I mean? I can't help it. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Um, next piece of news.
2: <laughs> this is now a furry podcast. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, welcome, no, but, welcome. but, uh, one last thing though, like the, the one thing that they did implement with her character that I thought was fascinating that I hope we see expanded upon is the Alderaan survivor tattoo, right? The rebel symbol teardrop. Yeah. I thought that was the most unique and interesting part about her character. Right. And the fact, yeah. the fact that we never, we never revisited anything. Uh, like if her, we didn't see any flashbacks, she, she didn't speak about, what like what, what happens before and after where she was when it happened, any of that. So like we didn't we didn't lose a character of great depth, but I, hopefully some good can come of her character by maybe expanding on that lore they built. You know, yeah. I think yeah. that was that was the one thing about her character that I thought really did a lot of awesome world building.
0: I mean, we all talked about Mandalorian and how much we loved it because, specifically because it's the focus is not on a Jedi with a lightsaber, it's about the, the stories in the galaxy. And honestly, it's I think Star Wars has so much runway with stuff like that. And Honestly, Rangers of the New Republic sounds like the, it has promise, at least the idea, because it's it could literally be like Band of Brothers with fucking Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're not going to yeah. be that in depth, but they have the opportunity to do something cool like that. So yeah. hopefully they take any like remnant storylines that were are going to give Gina Carano and just throw it to somebody else over there. <laughs> um, OK, next piece of news. They found a Supergirl. In the Flash film that's coming up, eventually, apparently it's it's still getting made. I don't know. We keep hearing like news about it, and then it disappears for a while. Uh, but this came out of nowhere. We had no idea that Supergirl was going to be in it. Uh, and they announced the actress. Her name is Sasha Kelly. She's. I'm not even going to mention the stuff she's been in because I most. Of, I don't think any of us have seen her before ever in our lives. Um, Andy Muschietti, the guy who did It One and Two, is directing the Flash film. We know Michael Keaton is confirmed. We know. Well. Not officially by the studio, but he's confirmed by the Hollywood Reporter. P- very reputable sources. Ben Affleck, um, obviously, Ezra Miller. And uh, now Sasha Cali as Supergirl. So we have quite a big cast. There were rumors originally that they were going to be going for the Flashpoint storyline, which I think is way too ambitious for a film like this. So I think they're going to do like a dumbed down version of it where they still deal with the alternate timelines. But it almost they like they should
1: have done more world building before they tried to pull this off.
0: Oh, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I mean, this could be their into, hey, look, this is how we have two Batman franchises going at the same time. This is how
1: or they can just not explain it, you know, and just do what the fuck. Right, they that, no, they
0: should. Yeah, they shouldn't spell it out. But they, if yeah. they introduce the multiverse, then we should be able to piece the rest of it together. Um, I will say in the casting you just cut our wrists with
1: the pieces that might, might be the better, better out, right?
0: No, <laughs> fucking depressing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> In the article that announced so her as Supergirl, there's actually kind of a heartwarming video. I, uh, there's a tweet that, that the director, Andy, put out where it's basically a Zoom call where he tells her she's going to be Supergirl. I hadn't watched it when I put the article in, but I watched it before we started. It's nice. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, right? Like, as an actress, do you want someone to put that shit out in public where someone tells you you got a role and you just start crying your eyes out uncontrollably on Dude, camera? It's like, so
2: weird to me. Like, just while we're on this subject, like Jimmy Kimmel does this all the time where he'll invite, like, an actor onto his show. And yeah. then like show the audience like uh, unused footage of them, like doing something dumb on the set of whatever movie they were starring in. And they every time they're like, like crippled by embarrassment. It's like, why do you keep fucking doing this, Jimmy? Like, it's just as, it's such a weird thing to take yeah. like unaired footage that in their mind was never going to be shown to anyone and show it to them for the first time at the same time that millions of people are seeing it. And then they're supposed to react to it normally. Like, yeah, it's a weird fucking thing.
1: Yeah, Jimmy it's Kimmel a- is a piece of shit.
2: I can't stand him. My <laughs> God! Was,
1: remember the time he was? Remember the time he did blackface on the Man Show and nobody ever canceled him for it? Remember that? Uh, I
2: I don't, but I believe it. God, that guy I, sucks. He dressed up as he Oprah trap.
1: and as Carl Malone, the the basketball player, like like. Did like I remember
0: Carl Malone. Holy
1: yeah, shit! Did like a racist like? Oh, I'm and, gonna watch not, that not, when we're done. Not here. not just a southern accent, <laughs> but like a. a
2: yeah, it's not, not that I need more reason to hate him. Holy shit, I am just chock full of that shit, but right. I'm always I feel welcome like, I feel like somebody, to invite some more in. J- J-
1: Jimmy Kimmel is like somebody's mom, like before prom, who shows like your date, comes over all your baby pictures, like here's his asshole in the bathtub when he was six months old. Someone needs to do that to Jimmy Kimmel, like get him on their show live and then show all the racist things he's ever tweeted and filmed live for television and make yeah. him react to them like, like he's on fucking the Jamie Kennedy experience, whatever the fuck it was. Like, I, I would love to see someone get him in that
0: yeah. way yeah i i to- totally agree uh, uh those the, i would totally just say fuck jimmy kimmel as well just so we're all you know total agreement all yeah. three of us i don't like him either kind of a dick I
1: mean, he's better than uh, adam carolla but not by much not a whole oh, adam lot,
0: Adam though, yeah. carolla
2: has turned into like a giant piece of shit though yeah he's like an incel like his career yeah. went nowhere yeah. and now he's like a career incel yeah. like it's weird he,
1: he he thinks women can't be funny but He's not funny. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come basically, on,
2: Adam. Basically, <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying is,
0: uh, Gina Carano will be on his show next week.
1: <laughs> like, I, 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 let, me, let me be clear. I don't think Amy Schumer's funny either,
0: but you're not, Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. De- you're definitely not. You think you're a comedy catch, my guy? <laughs> the yeah. man show did not. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um,
1: your, your show ended with girls jumping on trampolines and it still got canceled, like, in the <laughs> 90s. So, like,
0: well, yeah, before everybody was. Woke. Simpsons
1: is still on, my friend. Simpsons <laughs> is still on. You're done.
0: Uh, before we move on, the one thing I will say is uh, it'll be interesting to see where she comes from. Um, I don't know if you always remember. I know, Scott, I know you're not the biggest fan of Man of Steel, but in Man of Steel, when he goes to the Kryptonian ship to find his suit, there's an extra pod in that ship that had already been opened. So people were going, oh, maybe they're leaving the door open for Supergirl. So that was planted 2013 when Man of Steel was right. around. It'd be interesting to, to see if they're going to say, like, she's from... This primary DC world, or if the multiverse thing is going to somehow bring her on board, but um, that's it. I mean, the, the movie's still fucking happening. It's supposed to release yeah. next year. Uh, this casting process was apparently massive. He saw like four hundred interviews, so uh, it's cool that they but seem it, to have it an actual pivotal, it must be a pivotal role then. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would. That's what I would say. Yeah, I mean, that's it's. It sounds like the same sort of casting process that Zach went through for like Wonder Woman when he was introducing her into yeah. BBS. Um, well, I mean,
1: one thing's for certain, boys. This will definitely be convoluted and bloated.
0: <laughs> well, it's going to be a flash movie loosely based on Flashpoint. there's no chance it won't be convoluted and a little bloated. Um, okay, who loves George R. R. Martin? Ready go?
2: I I do. Not I it. know I know what you were <laughs> expecting. Oh, no. I know what you were expecting, but I do. He's a great writer. He really is.
0: How do you feel about it, Scott?
3: I'm trying to be a better person. I'm just not going to say anything. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Um, I got you. I
0: got you. So George R.R. Martin, apparently. He he looks uh, like he
1: smells like he's already dead. He's so fucking fat and and (laughs) bloated. He has to
2: smell, right? He does. Yeah, yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah. There's no way. Like, he's one of those guys that, like, he would shower and then instantly one of the folds would already have some kind of cheese in it. Yeah. I
2: hate Dude, you know, he's one of the people, you know how, like, really, really, like, really, really big people have to, like, put Vaseline in their, like, crevices when they wake mm-hmm. up? He's definitely a, a fucking vaseline dude. He's got to be. Yeah.
1: When he rolls out of bed, it probably sounds like a thousand people farting. Just-
2: <laughs> this probably smells that way, too. All that air, trapped air just shifting out. Dude, fucking oh, no.
0: terrible. Do you, do, you think that- do you think he's supposed to like a ham sandwich with mayonnaise or spicy brown mustard? That's really Oh, oh that's uh,
2: definitely a musto. Definitely a musto. Uh, yeah. He
0: smel-
1: He he smells like a dog that rolled its own shit in the backyard. I think. Like you ever yeah. those friends with like a do- like a big dog, but they kept it in a tiny outdoor kennel. Like, yeah, that's 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 way too small for that dog. And it's like dog always smells. like It just ate its shit, so it didn't step
0: in it.
2: Yeah, you yeah, like that's, feel bad that's... for the dog, but it's also like get the fuck away from me. You smell like <laughs> shit at the same time, and it's like makes yeah, you ask yeah, questions yeah. about yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because the dog's always perpetually barking because you starve for attention. So you're like, <laughs> you're and, and, like
1: and despite how much of his own shitty, he's, he's actually
0: physically starving as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wow, he's, he's doing, doing a real lot lot
2: bear grills type thing. Yeah, I was gonna say not a lot of
0: nutrients once you continue to harvest. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, you know, like 14th a, harvest. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we keep calling it a harvest <laughs> is creeping me out. It's like some kind of champion yeah. future.
1: That's what that's what that's what survival is called though, when you eat animal. Eat food, the remaining food out of animal droppings. It's called second harvest.
2: Ugh, it's fucking great. It might I be the podcast that. I I name. Was a joke. I didn't know Episode... that was a legitimate term. Episode twenty one, second harvest, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. God no. Ew. The brown harvest.
1: <laughs> T C N twenty seven. Second harvest. I mean, it, it would make sense that this would be the second harvest podcast because we are regurgitating the same shit stories we've had listened to for months now. Right? Like, like more more flash casting news. Come on.
0: Uh, George R. R. Martin is apparently helping to adapt a book called Roadmarks into a TV series for an author called Roger uh, Zelazny, who I've never heard of. It's a science fiction novel, but the premise of the novel actually sounds quite interesting, and I'll read it to you boys, uh, just in case you hadn't seen it. The novel is about a highway called The Road. <laughs> really crazy which runs from the unimaginable past (laughs) to the far future and those who travel it have access to the turnoffs leading to all times and places even to the alternate timelines of historians that never happened. why the dragons of Belquinith made the road (laughs) or who they are no one knows but the road has always been there and for those who know how to find it it always will be
2: Oh, man, you're beet red. You're red as a tomato right now, dude.
0: (laughs) I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. That was the end of it. Derek. I also think that book premise sounds fucking ridiculous. I and I also never heard of it but it sounds like
1: somebody's fifth grade like 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 short story for English lit. Like it's fucking terrible.
2: Yeah, like you what know if, how, how like like four year olds tell stories you're like there's a, a a road and it goes it goes from the past but also and they just keep it's like holy fucking yeah. shit what's happening here? When do, when did this guy write this book? How much LSD uh, was he on? Seventies,
0: I think. What if time was like yeah. a highway man? Like, <laughs> 1979. <laughs>
2: It was like a highway, man. I think it sounds cool, man. All right, I'm just gonna say, like, as a concept, it sounds alright. You, 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 when you take a loose concept, you can work it. But, but then, but then the drag like why did the dragons build the highway? No, that, yeah, that, yeah, that was a little,
0: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) because it sounds like not—I wouldn't say grounded, but like in the realm of science fiction, you're like, oh, it's a highway that controls all time. Okay, whatever, I can get on board with that. Dragons. It sounds, like a, it, sounds,
1: <laughs> it, it sounds like a lazy analogy that just like took a turn for the worst.
0: Yeah, you know, one night he's like, he's like uh, burnt out, and he, he's like, I, I just that's missing something. I don't understand what it is. And all of a sudden, he looks up and oh, she's it, it, like, "Magic And he's like, "I yeah. got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, it." They're gonna be called Belquinith.
1: I feel like I need, I need to read this to try to like. I, I need to. I need to read this because it the synopsis it sounds like somebody thought they were being really deep and profound and like i imagine it's going to have like the most thinly veiled uh like symbol symbolic or symbology? It, 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 yeah, I got to
2: stop you because that's two weeks in a row. You said symbology. It's it's symbolism. I just I got I'm just saving right, well, you. I'm, I'm our... pulling you out of the lake. That's all I'm doing. It's symbolism. I'm just gonna, no. I'm hold just hold that me under and drown me so I have to listen to this
1: dog shit anymore.
2: <laughs> I,
1: I want I want you to. <laughs> I want you to shut her eye, eye on me like I'm your children. Just fucking
0: oh, no. <laughs> You have this fucking amazing skill to pull these analogies out of. I, would no, say, no. I wouldn't say obscure because I love Shutter Island, but I haven't thought about that. That's movie what I was going to say. I know you haven't
2: seen it in as, 10 years and you still just boom like that. You just grabbed it. But,
1: but as as somebody like like, I understand that in 1979, there wasn't a wealth of content like there is now. There wasn't much stuff to pull from. But like, did you read another book ever, bro?
0: Or did you just, were you just like? <laughs> yeah, bro. He just got done reading Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> And I, I don't AP. I don't
1: understand how you equate highways to dragons and 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 think that it's not it sounds like it would be a bad '80s movie like a sci fi movie that would have been like direct to VHS.
2: Yeah, it does sound I, like though that like from this article that George is basically like doing he's kind of um paying homage to his friend that passed away that wrote this book by developing it into a TV series. But you know, which is I guess is is nice. But at the same time, it's time for everyone to accept that he is never going to finish. Um. Yeah. Uh, a song of ice and fire it's never gonna right. fucking happen he's just finding these projects to just like eat up his time because then he's just gonna die one day and it's gonna be soon because the guy's in bad shape and he's fucking old and then he won't have to deal with the pressure that everybody is putting on him that's what's happening 100 percent. Right. we are never getting wins a winner never
1: yeah right i, I feel like his body pillow probably smells like embalming fluid <laughs> <laughs> it's already in him for some reason it's like what are you doing george <laughs> Well there's, oh. there's there's marinating it with it to try to like <laughs> mask the stank. Right.
0: I mean, realistically, he can't finish Wins a Winner because he lost his favorite writing pen in one of the neck folds under his dirty beard. <laughs> so what are you gonna do, bro? What do you do in that situation? I don't know. Alright, uh alright, so no next place. up on the docket, we have the fucking Mortal Kombat trailer, which mm. looks pretty mm. litty titty. That's what I'm gonna call. It. I'm gonna call this trailer litty titty. Um how, all right, I'll do, I'll do a brief, brief over, overview. So we start the trailer and basically, so is, is they introduced a character named Cole? Is this supposed to be like the our eyes to the situation? Didn't we read name? like a couple of months ago that there is yeah. like
2: a new character that's just meant to be sort of the audience insert?
0: Yeah, that's what yeah. I was. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But, I mean, do you think he's going to survive? <laughs>
1: I hope not. I hope they they pull a bait and switch. I hope like they explain everything to him, like to explain it to us. Their new mythology, and then they he, kill him, and then he and just then dies. the fuck out of him. Yeah. They just like, Johnny
0: Cage him, like yeah, they like, teach him about all of the backstory, and then they're going, "Oh wait, we also forgot uh, fatalities. Finish him, and then he just
1: dies."
3: <laughs> Do you remember that,
0: <laughs> that oh, terrible Nightmare?
1: On, that Nightmare on Elm Street remake they did with Jackie, what's his name, Earl Haley? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where like the the first like twenty minutes of the movie, you think you're following the main character but then you're just following the best friend who got killed in the ceiling in the original one
2: mm-hmm.
1: they pull that yeah. bait and switch it's one of the few things michael bay ever did well when it came to being a producer did michael bay do
2: that really he he, he, he,
1: he exactly produced it yeah. oh okay okay yeah um, fair,
3: fair
1: fair yeah uh i don't know tr- how much of a hand he had in that but that was brilliant writing though um but yeah i hope that they, they do kind of like a bait and switch like that where we get introduced to this character uh, I'm really excited to see all the favorites coming back. There's a lot that don't even get focused on in the trailer, like uh, Molina, Goro, right. you see for a brief minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Reptile. Kano looks really fucking likable in this trailer, I gotta he looks,
2: say. He looks great. Yeah, yeah I had some uh, questions
0: about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had Kano and Sonia in the same scene several times, and they're supposed to be, like, mortal fucking enemies, like, can't stand uh, each other. N-
1: not, not canonically, no. They, they used, they used uh, the murder of Jax in the first Mortal Kombat, the one that came out like a new line cinnamon, like 1997 as yeah. a reason to pit them against each other as as a, like a plot device to get her to go to the island. She followed him on the boat. She went to the island by mistake. She didn't have any idea what was going on. She was just chasing him out of vengeance. Uh, and that's how they got her character to the island for, for the tournament.
0: I thought
2: in the was game, was Sonya too. played by uh, Veronica from Billy Madison. Am I remembering yes. that? Properly? Yes, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. She was so hot. Yeah. 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 Very. Teach
0: me, mommy yeah <laughs> um so this trailer opens up pretty fucking badass there there's someone telling a story about how they had like a raid on a building and it shows Jax or the character that we will find out is going to be jackson like three seconds and he goes up and and they kind of cut the end of it by saying the person had superhuman abilities and he finds sub-zero Jax pulls the trigger he freezes all the pellets coming out of the end of the gun and then freezes and just cracks off both of Jackson's arms, which was fucking. And I was like, oh, shit, this trailer is sick. Um, I I got to say, I think, like, my only concern about this film is that they give it enough money for the effects to look good. Um, and also that some of the because clearly I've never seen any of these actors or actresses. Uh, that's not true. I've seen one or two of the guy, the guy who plays Scorpion. I've definitely seen before yeah. the fucking guy who plays a great actor, um, too.
2: He's like, yeah, an excellent actor.
0: The guy who plays Shang Tsung I've seen before for 100%. He's the, the guy who was in uh, Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight. We talked about this before. It was the, the gentleman. Yeah, he, was, he, was, he was Lao. Yeah, Lao. That's, I couldn't think of his name. Uh, bad Batman fan. And the trailer, you know, it's, it's fucking great. It's exactly what I wanted from from like a, a gritty. I hate that I just used the word fucking gritty, but a Mortal Kombat uh, kind of relaunched or remake it with an R rating. There's some cool stuff like uh, there's some cool like lore where they show it looks like Baraka. They're like oh, thousands of years ago there was a tournament, and they're oh, looking up at like yeah, a,
2: yeah, the a picture on the yeah. wall, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm like,
0: yeah. oh shit. Um, they clearly show Molina, and although they didn't show her mouth go all crazy, she's got like, she's got like
2: the fucking Glasgow smile going on. She's got the uh, uh, Anne Hathaway witches smile happening a little bit. <laughs> oh, true, yeah. true, 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 true.
0: <laughs> more, more timely, uh, <laughs> more recent fucking suggestion. Um, and then the only thing. That I, there was two, I'm sorry, there's two things I thought felt a little weird. One was, uh, Raiden, uh, his CGI didn't look that great Mm -mm. to me. He looked, uh, kind of, kind of bad. I don't know, the actor looked kind of weak in the scenes he was in, I don't know, but hopefully that's just what they put him in. And the second thing was, although the Sub-Zero Scorpion, like, quick shot battle at the end was cool, it also didn't look as great as the rest of the stuff. Um, so I'm hoping that, like I said, I, it, mostly to me, it's going to come down to CGI and if all of these like lesser known actors can pull their weight, but I don't know, Scott, like how many times did you come watching it? That's really my, my only question.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm still wearing the pants. I was wearing them because I can't get out of them. It's, a oh. <laughs> they became like paper mache. It's, it's, I'm yeah. like, a, I'm like a cum mummy basically. Yeah. Oh, it's like you're your in a cast. Cummy. Yeah. <laughs> Curse of the Cummy. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> the Cummy's Curse. The Cummy's Curse. There you go. That's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I have I have a couple concerns. A lot of it is with the budget for the film. Yeah. Uh, you see so many like unknown franchises get these big block. Even, like even Netflix movies get bigger budgets than this got as a studio release. New Line Cinema has been on its last leg for decades. Uh, pretty much the only thing to keep it alive at this point is that they still own the rights to the teenage mutant turtles and michael bay somehow
3: made movies with them um yeah. it's i have a couple problems with the trailer one is uh some of, some of the effects
1: obviously um yeah and also like there were so many quick cuts in this mortal Kombat. i feel like a lot of these scenes that they show they like especially in the beginning you see scorpion fighting people outside of the hut in the snow And there are so many fast cuts. I wanted to see one continuous sweeping shot of all that action. I want to see like what the cinematography is going to be like. Yeah. That's going to make or break this. If if the effects budget falls short, if the acting is a little hokey, it's not going to matter if people come out for the action sequences and the action sequences still deliver. You know what I mean? You you can forgive bad CGI if the budget wasn't there for it. You can forgive bad actors if the budget wasn't there to hire A-listers or even B-listers. Yeah. Uh, But if the cinematography is on point, if the action and, and fighting, like the choreography is on point, that's all that's gonna fucking matter to me, and and like at that to most fans of this series, they just want to see a true to form, violent R rated version of this that's gonna be beautiful to watch. Cause like yeah. again, the plot of Mortal Kombat isn't this super deep. Um, like no no one's emotionally attached to the, the Earth, Earthrealm and At World conflict. You're not. Uh, the game is shallow. It's two minutes long every time you play it, and it's about talking shit and having fun. And if you can go to watch this movie with your friends. Talk shit, laugh, have fun. It encapsulates everything you need from Mortal Kombat.
0: Movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Derek,
2: thoughts, concerns. Yeah, before I, um, before I say mine, I just you know want to mention. I know that there's a lot of times that you know w- w- we feel, we all feel differently on certain things, and I know sometimes two of us gang up on the other, and sometimes all three of us hate something. I know for a fact that the favorite, all three of our favorite part of this trailer. Was when Sub-Zero stabs Scorpion, freezes his blood midair, and then fucking yes. brings oh, it bro. back down on Scorpion, Scorpion and course. stabs him with it. So fucking good, dude. I, I, I actually, I love um, movies that have these kind of stakes because I think that they're hard to fuck up. Um, and I think that the trailer did away with all of the things that would scare me. I think when you go see a Mortal Kombat movie, I don't give a <laughs> fuck about the storyline. I just want to see good action scenes. Yeah. Uh, I want to see the characters using the abilities that were given to them. And that's clearly apparent in this trailer. So I, as far as I'm concerned, this is w- like what I want from this movie uh, is it's going to be that the only thing I think that could go wrong is, you know, speaking on uh, the cinematography and budget concerns. Sometimes with these movies, they put all the good shots in the trailer and then it's like you get there and the rest of the action is like real lackluster. So that's one way that yeah. it kind of goes south. Um, but from what we're seeing, I agree with Scott in that, like, I hate quick cuts. It's like my, it's like my fucking hill that I will die on and turn to bones to dust on is that I just can't stand (laughs) like modern cinema is just like, it's a single 10 second shot is comprised of 12, you know, less than one second shots. Sometimes like it's absurd. Um, just let the, you know, let the shot live, let it breathe, let it happen. Um, I think that like a lot, sometimes you can have an action sequence that has a lot of shots that uh, a lot of cuts rather that, um, you know, it still works. And I think that we do see that in the Scorpion versus sub zero fight. where like, each shot is really only like a second and a half, maybe two seconds long, but you're never like, wait, what's going on? You never feel like disoriented. It's very, it's done well. I think even just the um, shots that we're seeing of two characters having a conversation are framed in an interesting way. The outfits look great. The lighting is fucking excellent. Um, I don't really have any concerns. I, I think I think that I think if you go into a Mortal Kombat movie expecting like, your mind to be blown by a great story, then you're kind of a dumb asshole anyway. But if you go in and you just want to see like really good fights, I think you're going to be happy with this movie.
1: I think it's got to be the, the, the biggest concern I have is, like I said, like, uh, them, not, like, them not letting things breathe. Like, uh, as far as, like, the cinematography, but also dialogue. Dialogue can go one of two ways. It can either be so cringy that it's hilarious and becomes, like, a cult classic, or it can be, you know, passable and fine and won't yeah. affect the way you view it at all. Uh, but there's a, a, there's a real chance that it could be somewhere in the middle where it's just bad in a way that, like, takes you out of it.
2: Yeah. You know right. what I mean?
1: Like, like if, if they try to go hokey, buddy comedy with it in any way, shape, or form, like, in the middle of a battle, them having quips and shit. That will make my dick real soft.
0: Yeah. yeah. Softest dick. Super soft.
1: Uh, yeah. Stretch arm strong, soft.
0: You know, where it's like, <laughs> real. it's kind of yeah. hard,
1: but, but not hard enough to do anything with. Why is it even?
0: Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You've seen those there. porns before. <laughs> They're holding it at the base trying to get something to happen. Uh, anyway, my favorite character is still Kung Lao. I don't know why. I like him. He seems pretty fucking cool. Is it, Luke Is can it because of his hat? It's because of his sharp hat, bro. Do you like
2: his good good sharp hat?
0: I like his good sharp hat he could probably cut he could probably do a, a a mad nice charcuterie board with that bad boy, okay
2: did uh, we make a joke <laughs> on a previous podcast about him like giving up on being a fighter and like using his hat to like cut meat in a restaurant oh, or we something did, like that yeah but, he yeah, was a yeah, okay. deli counter <laughs> yeah. they used yeah, to like the deli a, counter yeah.
3: and
1: and Jax was his coworker who lost his arms at the the Walmart deli counter
0: <laughs> very unfortunate, yeah terrible. We had to make terrible. a GoFundMe for him yeah.
1: This guy knows Walmart's not paying for those. those yeah. Bills. No, they don't. They don't. Fork, and, and neither is we...
2: he on nine dollars an hour. So <laughs>
1: yeah, that's how Kano lost his eye too, man. Walmart employees have it rough.
0: <laughs> really, what we're saying is Walmart. Real... Empl- Walmart employees exist in like a hellhole where they ought to fight each other every day for scraps of yeah. I mean, and water.
1: They are. They are the second responders.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm not touching it. We're moving on. Our next piece of news revolves around Danny Elfman and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So Sam Raimi directing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We already know that. Yeah. Now Danny Elfman is going to be enlisted to compose the score.
1: Has anybody else been bearing witness to Danny Elfman losing his mind during COVID
2: and posting these weird weird Trent
1: Trent Reznor-esque rock songs where it's just like him. It sounds like I heard
2: about it, but I haven't seen any of it. It sounds
1: like a sex offender on the bus just whispering into your ear and like... (laughs) You have well, your he was the in. lead singer of Oinga
2: Boinga and wrote a song <laughs> called I Love Little Girls. So, I mean, yeah, no, I'm not making that up. Like, that's, that's a There's real a band
0: called Oinga Boinga. Oinga
2: Boinga is Danny Elfman's band in the 80s. I mean, and... that's
0: your first warning sign is the name. Yeah. Is Oinga yeah. <laughs> the second is that the lead singer looks like
2: Danny Elfman. <laughs> and afterwards he was like, actually, it's a critique of uh, American politicians and how they... it's like, all right, Danny, like you touch little, you touch, little, yeah. you touch little girls. We get it. Just relax.
1: No, uh, Kinkfield Bender. Listen to Danny Elfman, one of Danny Elfman's songs uh, in between the podcast and we'll talk about next week. It is haunting and not in any kind of way that resonates. It's just, it's just uncomfortable and awful. And.
3: Mm.
2: I fucking hate Danny Elfman. Let me just say that. I can't. (laughs) I can't stand Danny and everybody respects him. And that makes it so much more painful for me. His music is so all over the fucking place. Like, you know, it's him immediately because it's just like Exhausting the moment the fucking 19 <laughs> instruments start at once with no warning at max fucking volume It's like yeah, nobody Christ. has ever looked more it's like a pedophile
1: much. than Danny Elfman does. Have You guys looked at this <laughs> yeah, guy lately. Let me, let me, I haven't yeah let me. <laughs> I've, I've seen him
2: recently
0: I've seen him recently so while you guys yeah, are looking yeah, up. Yeah, but you haven't seen oh, this picture. no <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> while you guys are looking up pictures. I probably don't want to see. Are you gonna put it in the, in the chat?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah
0: uh, so, our fr- so Michael Giacchino did the first Doctor Strange film. He cannot do the second one because he will be busy scoring the uh, big old bag of dicks that Spider Man three is probably going to end up being. Um, oh, that's a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that might be the thumbnail for the episode. No, please no. I mean, if you're trying <laughs> to scare off, lesson. yeah, if you're trying, you're like, everybody's like, oh, they must be talking about pedophiles on this one. <laughs> And
2: we are talking about you, Danny Elfman.
0: What was our what was the name of our court? Uh Diddler Court. It's, yeah, diddler court. <laughs> diddler court. Diddler Court's now in session. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, how do you plead? Um, I I, Guilty. Can agree. <laughs> <laughs> I can agree with disliking most of his stuff. I can't I love the 89 Batman score. I think he's an I think he's an arrogant piece of shit that when he rescored Justice League, he put it back in there. But I think the score, when he made, I just, I like it. It's just this iconic.
1: I would pay so much money thing. to watch John Williams beat the fucking shit out of Danny Elfman. Yeah. Like one v one,
2: Or like Hans Zimmer, you know, whoever. It's just, yeah, just someone, yeah. another one of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Anyone>. <laughs> another one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, not really any thoughts here. Just a piece of news. We get to just shit on Danny Elfman and he's probably going to be over the top. And uh, a score that doesn't fit the film at all. But I have to say, <laughs> though, like, like
1: I, I've hated Danny Alpin's original music he's been putting out during COVID so much. But now that I've, I know what his face looks like, it's horrifying. It's uh, like,
2: oh, like, I can't wait. I can't
1: <laughs> wait. No, no, it's it. like it's like he, he's trying to be like sexy, like Trent Reznor, like goth industrial rock. And but oh, it's like, no, <laughs> but but but, but it, it already came off as like you have your headphones in listening to techno. And the crazy guy on the bus was whispering dirty things to you. But you kind of hear it. But you pretend you don't you don't want you don't acknowledge it, that it might, it might make it worse. It might be like the the bye the bye <laughs> man, where if you think it, you say it, he gets more powerful. Uh, uh, true, true, <laughs> true, true, true.
0: Even yeah. Trent
2: Reznor doesn't want to be Trent Reznor. Like, just stop trying. <laughs> just that guy's not happy.
0: Mm-mm. Fucking not nice. All right. <laughs> Next yeah, fuck, up. Fuck Trent Reznor, though, too. Right. Like, oh, I love fuck. Trent
2: Reznor. No, I can't. I can't be with you on this one.
0: I hate him so much. I don't know how I feel about him. I always John- felt like he was a little self-absorbed, but I don't know He's enough about him personally to to say I, that. I just love
1: that one of Johnny Cash's last acts before dying was to dunk on Trent Reznor yeah. and do and do a version of his song so well that like Trent Reznor could never top it ever.
2: Even Her- Trent Reznor got mad because it's like, all right, it's, not to get too far away from the point here, but, uh, you know, like you don't have to ask <laughs> an artist's permission to to cover their song, but it's considered a a kind of, you know, bro thing to do. Well, Johnny Cash didn't. He's from a different fucking era. So he just covered it anyway. Um, And so when Trent Reznor had heard about it, he was like pissed like, oh, he didn't even say anything to me, yada, yada, yada. And then once he heard the song, Trent Reznor himself was like, never mind. That's his song now. He did it way better. (laughs) He's like, just just totally gave gave it up. I do remember reading that really good, though. Yeah,
0: I do remember reading that. Like when he heard it, he was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like. This is a serious version of the song. All right. Um. Next uh, up in news. One, one more. One more. <laughs> one more. What? Uh, Danny Elfman looks like an aquatic version of David Bowie,
1: <laughs> <laughs> with cirrhosis. Like,
3: yeah. uh-huh.
1: <laughs> like Dan- right. Danny Elfman, looks like he would always be wet. You know what I mean? Like just like he would need, he would need he would need you to like ladle water over him. Or yeah, he's, the, the, right now, the, he would he's die. the creature
2: from uh, fucking what was it called? God damn it! I ruined my own joke. The fucking Del Toro movie with the fish. Oh
1: oh oh. Uh, Fuck yeah, I know, like uh something like water, water, water something.
2: Shape of water. Boom. Shape of water. Yeah. Oh, Too late yeah, now, yeah. but <laughs> it would have been great if I had that from yeah. the beginning.
1: He also uh, he looks we... like he looks like the mildly unattractive woman that a diehard villain would be fucking. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the the kind of muscular but not really like
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. Exactly.
1: Like, like, like 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 she's real good with a, with a with an auto shotgun, but you don't know Anything else about
2: her? You know. Yeah, yeah. That he kills in like Act Three of the movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. All the time, they always get fucking nuked. Um, next up in our docket of news, there is a Constantine reboot apparently coming from J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot Company for HBO Max. Look, the kind of was fine. I think it aged pretty well actually, because it's. Be- I didn't like it a whole lot when it came out, but I. I it's fine. I like it. I'll watch it. Not terrible. I didn't watch the Matt Ryan led NBC series because it looked bad. Uh, by all accounts, he was a good Constantine. I have no idea. Did Did anybody else watch any of that?
2: Yeah. Nope. Oh, not the not the. I'm sorry, not the um, show, but the, the not the show the, the Keanu Reeves movie. But I never read the comics, and I, I so I mean, yeah. I feel like that allowed me to like the movie more. Yeah. Um, but uh, Fair. yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's the my extent of knowledge about Constantine is um, I don't know, paranormal investigator. <laughs> Basically, like, in the DC universe. He, con, he's been con, a couple. con man.
1: Supposed to be like a con man,
0: right? Like, Yeah, yeah. basically. Some, some,
1: some of it's real, some of it's not. Like, when he doesn't have real cases, he fakes it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, He's kind of a piece of shit, but that's kind of the whole shtick. He's like yeah. the lovable bag of dicks. He's been in a couple of the DC animated movies, and he's played interesting roles, because he's, he's, like, super useful to the team when he wants to be, but otherwise he's just an asshole. Um I mean... I don't know. The show's being led by a guy named Guy Bolton, who I, I've never heard of before. Um, he's, he, he's the head of the Raiders Room. He's done books called The Pictures and The Syndicate. Of course. In relation Blanking to a, uh, Michael? Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's actually Michael's cousin. Really? Yeah. He gets one-fourth of his inheritance when, when Michael Bolton dies.
1: <laughs> oh, Michael has no family, huh? His cousins no, he, get one-fourth? That's sad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. No, uh, no, second cousin no, no that. or that. No wife or children? Michael Baldwin? Uh he might, but he doesn't like him.
2: He's uh he's yeah. angry, I don't at either, them. to be honest. Fuck them.
0: <laughs> I don't know anything about him. <laughs> uh I actually only brought this up because I love the Keanu Reeves movie at this point in my life. Like I didn't so much when it first came out, but now I if i I watched it again like six months ago. I can't watch it, was fucking, it again.
2: I've been meaning to. Um it, it holds up. Yeah. It, th- I remember the yeah. dynamic between Keanu Reeves and um LeBouf is pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch yeah. that again.
1: It's amazing to watch, like back then, because even back then, the booth brought it. You know what I mean?
0: I f- happen to like Shia
2: LaBeouf as yeah, an the actor. Booth. He's Shia did some stuff, but he just makes me uncomfortable most of the time.
1: You guys need to watch he- the uh, the tax collector for real. Like fantastic.
2: Yeah,
0: it's on uh, it's on Hulu for free.
2: Oh, you yeah. were? T- I think you were telling us about this last week, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he brought up Tax Collector last week. Uh, whenever I think of recent Shia LaBeouf, I think of uh, Fury. Uh, the Boof, Shia Boof, The, Booth. the, the Booth. tank film he was in, Fury. It was like the war movie. Fantastic. That, that was oh, I didn't pretty see that. fucking... Oh, that. Oh, that's a great movie. It looks yeah, pretty oh, good.
1: It looks pretty man. good. Uh, Brad, Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf. Sorry, The yeah. Boof.
0: Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. What's, What's his, his name? name?
1: There's a bunch of people in that, right?
0: What's yeah. his name that played uh, Frank Castle in Punisher? Uh, and also Which Shane one? in
2: Walking Dead. <laughs> I forget uh, his name. Th- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, oh, no. The other one. Um, yeah. The asshole. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. The other, the, the, yeah. Whatever.
0: Fantastic fucking movie, though. It really is. Yeah. It's a good movie. I'll check it out.
2: But I'm, 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 you know, I'll watch a fucking Constantine show. I mean, it's I think that the source material uh, is really cool. It's really interesting. It's kind of basic, right? Like Demon Hunter. We've seen that 100 million times, but uh, yeah. when it's done right, it's done right. Um, so, yeah, I'll check it out. For sure. Also,
0: like- if it's going to be on Max, then it's probably not going to be as NBC yeah. soap opera drama as it normally would be. So there might actually be a cool like procedural on paranormal shit. could be cool. Yeah, It could be like the actually interesting
2: Supernatural. Yeah. Well, uh, I think what what, what, what every we're time you talk like- shit on Supernatural, I fall more in love with you. I hate that show so it's much. It's so dumb. Not good. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb.
1: The enemy's the enemy's the, the the nothing or something like that. Right. Like just, it's oh, no. probably not like non-existence is the enemy. Like that's what most millennials long for. Like scare yes. us.
3: Fuck you. <laughs>
1: I pretended
2: um, to like the first season a couple of years ago for a girl I was dating and I just wasn't actually paying attention to any of it. So I don't remember anything that happened in it. That's nice. Fair.
0: You don't remember um, uh, Jensen Ackles or Jared. Was it Pal- Padecki? Padecki? I
2: don't know. Oh, square uh, face and triangle face. Not particularly. <laughs> no. <laughs> um,
1: I think this show works if they if they decide to go totally like way more serious with it. Obviously, like one of the biggest problems with comic a lot of comic book uh, shows is that they're all so weekly episodic melodrama. Like nothing matters when the episode ends. One thing that's been nice is the consistency with WandaVision uh is that ev- like everything carries weight and it carries over to the next week. And allows them to yeah. build tension, and, and you know we'll, we'll get into it with this week's episode. But it's way easier to have those big payoffs and have those emotional moments in a show when it's not like wrapped up with a nice, neat little bow at the end of every week. You know what Agreed. I mean? right like, Yeah. Like, like Grey's Anatomy may have one or two fucking slam dunks, but it was on for like twenty-three fucking years or some shit. So yeah,
2: I- <laughs> it was on for quite a while. <laughs> it's still on, isn't it? Isn't it still going? Is it still what airing? a Fucking I, nightmare! My god, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah, it was still you, airing.
1: Yeah, you're gonna be putting your kids through college and it's still going to be on the fucking. Yeah,
2: yeah. Half of them are collecting Medicare. Like the fucking cast and crew. Like it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Well, they, they, I think it just takes place in a nursing home. That they're all patients
0: in now. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's, and it's about like, the, it's about like the, the new, the new young, fresh faced yeah. and shit.
0: Yeah. This week's uh, drama is who's going to get the last catheter that yeah. we have available. Yeah. We actually
1: died and they dissected her live for the last episode. I think something like that. Nice.
0: Yeah. Nice. If
2: not, they should. Yeah.
0: All right, so I made I made a boo boo, guys. I I should have put this next piece of news right up against the Tim Burton or not Tim Burton news. I already fucking ruined it. The Danny Elfman news because we're talking about people from the '90s who have perpetually <laughs> degraded <laughs> physically and now look like they're all just gonna hang out in the pedophile ring. And that brings me to Tim Burton, <laughs> since I fucked T- it up. Originally. Tim Burton's always
1: looked like one of his cl- his own claymation characters. Is the yes,
0: yes. Thing. yeah, so like. And like a hastily crafted one, like not yeah. well put together. Uh, Lockmarked faces. But the, but no one compares to
1: Elfman when it comes to being like a specter. The like, worst. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if, if you were if you were a public a if you were a public transit and like Tim Burton got on, you'd be like, oh, shit, he looks horrible in person. But I'm going to get an autograph. If Danny Elfman got on like a public transit train with you, you'd be like, who is that ghoul leering at me? And how does he how does he? How does he not blink? Why is he, he hasn't blinked yet? It's been like ten minutes.
0: How is he simultaneously looking at me and yeah. at the door? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, this is weird news, and I it sounds bad to be honest. Tim Burton is apparently going to make a live action Netflix series that follows Wednesday Adams yep. as she solves spooky mysteries. Cast Audrey Plaza, and you got my money. Aubrey Plaza, oh. you got my fucking money. I was going to say this Just grown-up Christina
2: Ricci. Like exactly. Yeah, I was going to say this. Uh, ah.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen Black Snake Moan?
2: Oh, yes. absolutely. I've oh. seen Black Snake Moan. Fucking oh, my God. Great movie. Oh, I've my seen God. It. Yeah. And
0: then I've seen it, if you know what I mean. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Fuck, it's been a while. I got to watch that one, too. We're bringing up a lot of good, good flicks tonight. Mm-hmm.
0: But I don't. If, if Christina
2: Ricci's not in it, I don't give a shit. Like I honestly, I I'm just not don't even know why you up. wouldn't use her. Yeah,
1: like why? She's an adult now. Why is, wouldn't she, is you? she gonna come? Well, I mean, they're probably gonna try to do like what they do with Sabrina, right? Have it be like a young, fresh. Oh, but- you're actually right. They they say adolescent. Yeah, I'm bad. Um, yeah, bad. but but that's not what that's not what the people want.
2: Right. We all want Christina Ricci. I, I
1: don't I don't want to watch a sixteen year old girl solve mysteries. Plus Christina
2: watch... Ricci probably still looks younger than the sixteen year old that they're gonna hire. <laughs> My god, she's just hasn't aged. It's yeah, like yeah, she, uh, is, she is
1: in a yeah, she has a four alarm fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> four fu- <laughs> I don't know what uh, demonic entity she made a fucking pact with, but time has been very kind.
1: Yeah. Probably Baghoul, right? Where you sacrifice children. <laughs> yeah. I I don't ha- I'll have to I'll have to ask the subreddit for QAnon. I don't I don't really
0: know. <laughs> uh, but let me just ask: How out of character does it sound for the plot of like when what you know of Wednesday Adams for us to be like following her as she solves spooky mysteries? Yeah. Like, what wouldn't she be yeah. like encouraging them and like summoning demons to like go out
2: and create it, havoc? Just, like-
1: it just sounds like Scooby Doo.
0: Right.
2: Yeah.
1: But like it's gonna be a young like it's gonna be, that's weird, man. I don't. I'd rather, I'd rather watch a sexy, full grown Velma solve mysteries.
2: Oh, Ooh. absolutely. God. Uh-huh. We're oh, boys, boys. We're boys. just summons the Cummins tonight, aren't we? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fan, fanfic. What do you think we draw show. the pentagram with, boys?
0: <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> fanfic show idea grown up Velma, grown up Christina Ricci, and they just, and they just go the down time. on each other. <laughs> <laughs> The mystery—the mystery is who's gonna come first. Uh, no, mystery
1: solved by me in the first thirty seconds of the first episode. <laughs> I come first
2: <laughs> before the fucking credits even finish rolling. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's even yeah. on screen yet. You just it's, see it's Christina just, Ricci's. It's name just Christina appear.
1: Ricci, and uh, who, who would play Velma though? Oh, it'd have to be mm. the same. If you have to be the girl who played her in the movies, right? She was on uh, Freaks and Geeks. Total, yeah, total she's, absolute, she's, absolute gem.
2: Yeah, then she looks great. I'm not so sure she does. She, she was a love interesting
0: grandma's boy too.
2: Yeah, but that's a 20-year-old movie. That's Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Can't is. we yeah. just yeah. use
0: the same generic female actresses we throw at every role and just use like Scarlett Johansson, like whatever? <laughs> I yeah. Hair, yeah. Yeah. No.
2: No. I mean, that's who they'd hire Scar-
1: Scarlett Johansson's letting that that Colin dude from from SNL banger. She she goes down a couple rings. <laughs> is she Yeah, yeah. If you let an SNL cast member come inside you, I'm not attracted to you anymore.
0: (laughs) Doesn't matter who you are or who the cast member is. Sorry,
1: (laughs) sorry, Ariana Grande, but also like to name yourself Grande and be the tiniest little piece of shit in the world. Like, imagine, (laughs) imagine the arrogance. False advertisement on two levels. One, you're white. You're real white. Also, you're real tiny, and your last name's Grande. You are a large piece of shit, though. But she
0: has big dreams,
2: Scott. Yeah, you're missing the point, Scott.
0: (laughs) Yeah, bro, come on. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to read the synopsis for this just because I want to punish myself more. The upcoming eight-episode series is a sleuthing, supernaturally-infused mystery charting Wednesday's years as a student at the peculiar Nevermore Academy. (laughs) Oh, so inventive, it's named after the Raven story. Wednesday's attempts to master her emerging psychic ability for a monstrous killing spree that has terrorized the local town and solve the supernatural mystery that embroiled her parents 25 years ago all while navigating her new and very tangled relationships with a strange, twenty-five and years ago student body. How old are Patricia yeah,
1: and and Gomez supposed to be when they have Wednesday?
0: I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and, and how they was she also still said an adolescent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say they said adolescent, ago. and then that said. I guess it could have happened before she was born, though.
1: Yeah, but but they're just doing what they did with that fucking with with fucking Archie now, right? With that that fucking they made that a dumb murder mystery show. Like they took Archie comics, they made it like Riverdale, whatever the fuck
0: it is.
2: They did what? That's a thing. They did, yeah. They did. Oh god!
1: But it's like it's like a weird like, like god, Twilight esque murder mystery. Yeah,
0: I didn't watch any of it, but
2: there's like crazy. It's
0: only Riverdale in name, and that's about it. Yeah,
2: I just think that it's like Tim Burton, just like I. I think that like a lot of these big name directors and writers are seeing that like the future is television shows like people are kind of shying away from movies like we talk about every other week on the show. Mm -hmm. And he probably just wants to cash in on it. uh, And he's using a very old IP to uh, try to, I guess, jumpstart. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be embarrassing to watch. I I hope I'm wrong. I like Tim Burton. I do. Even though he's corny, I do like his movies most of the time. Uh, But I don't know. I don't have much faith in this. I got to say,
1: I'm sorry, guys, I'm about to I'm about to not only pontificate, but there's gonna be a lot of verbal diarrhea. Okay. Uh get your wet naps ready. Dab I'm my ready. chin as if I am I am Jack Osborne.
0: Alright, hang on. Wait, uh, wait. Alright, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm ready for it.
2: Oh god. <laughs> um You threw him off. I yeah. love that I just <laughs> derailed you with that.
0: <laughs> Come on, I just got I just gotta cover my eyes and I don't want pink eye. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> um, all
1: right. Um, two things. One, the reason movies are flops nowadays is because they keep recycling the same exact dog shit for on a 10 year cycle. There's True. almost no there's almost no original screenplays. The ones that are are small indie films. They have their cult followings. They don't make nearly enough to be greenlit for, you know, for those directors get <clears to be> greenlit <throat> for the next project, for these big studio films because it's all tentpole mcu clones right everyone has that that shared universe that they want they want to build and if you don't have that kind of model set in place you're not a priority at this point If you can't build an expanded universe we can have like eight different movies take place uh it's just there's not enough money there to compete with what they what they believe the bar is now the issue right. is if we're doing do the same thing with television it's gonna become the same fucking thing if you're gonna recycle the same franchises that have been dead for a reason or not even breathe new life for them, just appropriate the property to do something completely ridiculous with. Like, this sounds like a mix of Scooby Doo and Riverdale. It sounds ridiculous. <coughs> it Wednesday, Wednesday Adams wouldn't give a fuck about solving mysteries. She wouldn't, nope. like, she wouldn't. She, she has powers in this? Fuck you. The Adams had powers. They were just morbid weirdos. Right. Like, like what, what's next? Is Grandpa from the Monster's gonna fucking fly? If you don't know what that is, it's an old reference. I'm sorry. I'm ancient. <laughs> I'm, I'm a mummy fart. Fuck you. That's more uh,
2: ancient than you, though. You're going, you're going yeah, back, yeah, back, back. Yeah, but
1: that. I had Nick at night kid. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. it's, but that's the thing. Like Tim Burton's been doing the same thing for a while now. Like he, he rebooted Dark Shadows as a feature film. It was one of his better movies recently. But it might help if he didn't put Johnny Depp and everything. If he had a range of actors, a range of, of, of stories to tell. Like, a, like it feels like yeah. it's, all, it's all just the same thing. It's like Dark Shadows is essentially the Addams family. It's essentially the Munsters. It's, it's all just.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't no, know. I man. 100% agree. He, he keeps pulling from the same yeah. pool of talent that he's come to know and be comfortable with. And he keeps pulling from the same like. Tinge of weird that he's become comfortable yeah. with. He's, he's got and, no range as like a director. He makes like the same shit over yeah. and over. It's basically and,
2: and, and, like a socially shunned sort of weirdo. Eventually shows their worth in the community, then accepts them and overcomes the issue together. Yeah. That's like every fucking Tim Burton movie.
1: The, the right. biggest crime to me is that the closest thing we're going to get to a Tim Burton horror movie is Sweeney Todd. And oh, that to which, me is oh, a great no. movie,
2: though. I'd love no, no, that movie. No,
1: no, 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 no. It's, it's a fine movie. I'm not I'm not I'm not here to shit on Sweeney Todd. But what I'm saying is Tim Burton, it, the gore he implemented in that movie. Imagine what he would do if he had a real horror movie. He has chops in a different genre. And that's yeah. that's the biggest curse of his career. Like kind of the same thing with Quentin Tarantino. Now he's kind of falling down the spaghetti western hole where he yeah. even makes modern day films that have that same vibe to him.
2: Uh, it's yeah, just, once it's, upon just, a time did not do it for me.
1: I mean, it was, it was good, but it was just like shitty pulp fiction, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's, it was it's, the same old song and dance. It's totally, it's totally the same thing. As I have prettier actors than this one, is all yeah. it really is. I got these two smoke shows, like, and, and this female smoke show. Let's see if they fuck.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> really. Uh, yeah, I, I thought like Django was really great. Not that we're talking about Tarantino, but I thought uh, Django can, was great. We could wrap it I hole. thought Hateful Eight was excellent. And then Once Upon a Time really felt like a huge step back. I feel like prior to Django, like a lot of his stuff, even Kill Bill, like I love I still love Kill Bill, but like it's not a it's not masterfully created like Django is like Django. He really fucking hit the top shelf with. Yeah, Hatfully I think Django's his really best good. movie. He's never going to absolutely. Top it's not only his best movie. It's just one of the best movies, period. It's it's fucking excellent. I watch it twice a year. It just gets oh, better shit. every time you watch it Twice really uh, a year. Though.
3: It,
1: it, like, it, no, it really, like, everything. It's it's phenomenal. There's not a the, fucking,
2: the, like, ounce of fat on that movie. Mm. Every scene that's in that movie needs to be there. And it's, like, three hours long. It's not even, yeah. like, it's succinct. Like, it's a is, long there's, there's, movie, there's, and it never loses its steam.
1: It's horrifying for so many reasons throughout, but the gore factor doesn't get to 11 until the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And then it's payoff after payoff for that entire, like, like almost everyone you watch him kill, you're like, oh, that guy was a piece of shit. Yeah. And it's like, there's yeah. so much, there's so much, oh, but, like, I, dig- I digress though. The, pro- the problem is um, TV is the new medium because it allows for long- longer term storytelling. It allows for you to stretch something out. Tell, tell a more c- intricate story, develop these characters further and give us a reason to care. Give us new experiences with characters we might n- otherwise have never gotten. Like WandaVision. We never would have had a reason to give a fuck about the Vision or Wanda as these kind of like third tier tertiary characters yeah. in a major tentpole film. But when you give them their own story, even even if it has the same budget as a movie, the fact you stretched it out over this amount of time, it, you know what I mean, it's a whole different vibe. There's so many. Yeah. Like, right. Who would have thought we would care about even the, the D-list characters in WandaVision as much as we do? But they're, they are given proper screen time to be flushed out. They, we know their inter, their idiosyncrasies, their quirks. We like yeah. them for who they are.
2: You're 100 um, percent correct because I never liked Vision. I thought he was a Boy Scout. Yeah. I thought he was boring, and he is yeah, cause, by cause far my favorite character. He had a few reading.
1: good throwaway lines, but there was nothing. There was a, he wasn't a character that you connected with emotionally until this. Yeah, right. that, that, that's the good thing about TV is it gives you a chance to stretch it out. Yeah, for, for back for a lack of better word, like I know that sounds like that sounds kind of gross cause it, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, because you know because you know. Yeah, because you know yeah. buttholes. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but but even even look even looking at, at like a show like and again it is a very shallow show. But look at what they did with *Lethal Weapon*. Three seasons of that show, but uh, they managed to take something that like was a popcorn movie in the '80s and make it a, a believable drama that you could you could get emotionally invested in if you gave a shit. If you mm-hmm. wanted to, you could watch it week to week. It had that week a week flavor, but uh, Marlon Wayans and that guy who was a dick were fantastic <laughs> until Sean William <laughs> Scott came in uh, yeah. and. The thing is, you, you can breathe new life into old series. That proved it. There's been a plethora of other shows that have proved it over time. But this seems like it's following the Rivendell formula, which is the most shallow, vapid, teen drama. Twilight. Am I going to bang the vampire or the werewolf nonsense? And the answer is, no matter who you bang, you're going to get an STD. That vampire's <sighs> got some kind of blood disease. He's been fucking for 200 years. Yeah. That werewolf's going to have parasites. You're going to get ringworm in oh, your pussy. Yeah. You're going to get ringworm <laughs> in that pussy. Oh, Enjoy. Enjoy. Oh,
0: <laughs> No, I'm good. I'm good with that. Uh, basically, our, I can sum up all of our thoughts here with we'd rather see Velma Wednesday Adams rule 34 than we would watch this show. hundred percent. And yeah. with that, I'm, gonna, we'll I'm, gonna, I'm
1: actually, I'm actually going to watch that the second word on the podcast.
0: Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. I want to see it in your eyes. I want to see the reflection in your eyes. <laughs> 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 me give me to give a 21 rope salute for our 21st episode i don't i don't need that because the next thing we're gonna talk about will do it for me next up we have disney's cruella trailer look let me put this on front street we don't need this movie and i i, I don't know what this weird thing is where think about the concept before we even talk about the merits of the trailer because it, it doesn't have a lot and and before we talk about the casting because emma stone She's a smoke show, in the same way that like the girl next yeah. door. She's got that like down to earth vibe. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. She she is uh, a,
1: a a five alarm smoke show. Five alarm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. However, think about like, the premise. Some house pets are gonna die in that thing. You know yeah, I mean? like, <laughs> there's no way. There's well, no way, she's getting, there's no way to, probably. No way. Yeah, no way the fire department's getting all mad out of the house.
0: Think about the premise. Like Maleficent, right? They made a movie to it, these movies like try to humanize these villains. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a woman who murders fucking dogs to make coats and they're going to humanize her? I don't give a fuck what she's been through. She kills Dalmatians to make fucking coats. Like, I, t- to me, how they possibly like pitch this in a fucking room and someone said, let's humanize Cruella DeVille. Such a hilariously like villain name that they just were like, what should we call her? Put cruel in the fucking name. Like, boom, yeah. she's and mean she's evil. And but she's also yeah. the devil. <laughs> yeah. Cruella DeVille. And someone was like, Oh, rounds on that guy. He fucking, <laughs> he, he, this guy fucks Cruella DeVille. I look, okay. Yes. Did I, did I see this trailer Did I immediately go six to midnight? Of course I did. <laughs> Emma Stone's a smoke show. She's yeah. looking weird. Why, why they, is it even hotter when
1: her makeup's running down her face? What, what's wrong with that? I know. No, <laughs> well, you know yeah, exactly yeah. why. <laughs> you both know
0: exactly why. <laughs> it looks
3: like...
0: <laughs> it looks like she's channeling like The trailer crazy should have just jo- been like Lady the Disney Joker. logo just like,
1: gat, gat,
3: gat, 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's definitely gonna it's be marvelous, though, darling. She, <laughs> it's, it's definitely gonna be that she doesn't actually skin the dogs. She just like keeps them in their cages all day. That's and then still in not the okay. End, it's, it's not, but in the end, she's gonna free them because they realize they have a common goal or something. They're gonna change the whole fucking script. I still it's wanna just, see it. Like, I love Emma Stone yeah. beyond the fact that she just looks excellent. She's a fucking wonderful actress. Like, really, there, there's a lot of I, I hate people who are like. You tell them about a movie and they go, Well, who's in it? It's almost like, What, what does it fucking matter? Like, just the, the, the script should be what interests you, not the people who are in it. But there are a couple actors <laughs> out there that are so fucking good at acting that I just enjoy watching them act. And she's one of them. She is so fucking good. What's, what's going on, guys? I don't know. What? I don't know what he's laughing at. I didn't
0: do anything. Uh, you, uh, Scott's joke just hit me for a second time. <laughs> I just like, get 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott, you went so far this week. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I agree. She's a good actress, 100. percent
1: The question is, how many Disney villains do they have to make me horny for? Like, what's what All is enough? Them. Enough? All of them. <laughs> like Melissa M- Maleficent. Like, yeah, Maleficent. It. Got it. Like, like you you cast Angelina Jolie. Like, I, I oh don't yeah. Care. I don't care what she did. I'm 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 okay with it. Like it's fine. Like Lucifer's a way like oh she made one girl sleepy. Like fuck it, I don't give a shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> she's hot. Like oh but they took they took her wings. Well fuck, I'd make that bitch sleepy too. Give me my wings back. Uh but right? I mean like honestly, like they they they, they chastised her. They all she did was make a girl sleep forever.
2: Like would, would you okay, so here's the question. Would you, you would you fuck um, Emma Stone as Cruel DeVille if she skinned Brody?
3: And he, oh, he shit on your carpet
2: that morning, by the way. That's that's a part <laughs> of it.
3: Alright, fair.
1: I would gather her it. all the way to the gallows. <laughs> oh, oh, oh
0: no. <laughs> is there a way I can rate Gat? Because get get <laughs> gallows is probably a pretty good <laughs> get, fucking
3: Gat-Gat-Gat! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh I mean she, fuck
1: I mean what well, I, I mean no I, mean, I, I well, it depends like is she trying to seduce me afterwards?
2: hundred <laughs> percent, yeah, it's your fantasy baby. you do whatever you want. <laughs> it's your spank bank, yeah, bro, you're writing the script here the,
1: the, the question like where's it like are they gonna try to like sexual hypersexualize Ursula next, you know what I mean like,
0: Probably. like,
2: where, like where's, where's definitely, where, yeah where's
0: the line gonna be like Pick Ursula mm, they, a, a, I'm going do it. A, She's got like, tentacles, baby. They, go. gonna, are, she's, are have, she's
2: more of a leather mommy than Cruella de Vil, in my opinion. I'm ready to go. sick Are Ursula. we getting a, Jaf- a
1: Jafar movie? Really? Like, Is Jason Momoa going to get my dick hard as Jafar next? What's, <laughs> where's the line?
2: <laughs> Wh- what's too much? There is no too much with Disney. <laughs> as long as people keep giving them money, they're going to keep doing it.
1: Like, what, right. other, what other villains can they possibly do? Like, like Obviously, Ursula. Uh, are they going to keep it female? The future's female, right? Girls get it done. Are they going to keep it Disney female antagonist? Are they going to go? Are we going to get Jafar? Are we going to get Scar?
0: Who's going to play Scar? Who knows? Probably like Brad Pitt. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to male smoke show him. I Uh, mean, like OG
2: Scar has like premium bisexual energy, just like radiating off at all times. So that's true. Let's be
0: real, though. That's true. He gets down with the wildebeest. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Shallow into the gene pool.
1: You know, like, you're like, all right, <laughs> I, I hear what you mean.
0: <laughs> I, I know what you've been doing with the gene pool, Jafar. Yeah, I'd let uh, you do that thing you want to do. I, <laughs> I, I, I would. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I,
2: would, I, would posit,
0: I would posit that all you have to do to make the villain less evil is cast a hot lady. That sounds so shallow. But Beowulf, they made Grendel into Angelina Jolie. For a minute and you basically saw butt crack as she went into the water yeah Boom. yeah but but or like grendel's not that bad
1: all of us had to read beowulf in like fifth grade so like that's the last time we had heard beowulf until right. we saw angelina jolie's butt crack and angelina's but angelina jolie's butt crack could make me forget a lot of things you know what i mean like yeah that, that's not my only reference point to beowulf It's just angelina jolie's animated butt crack
0: yeah in like gold or whatever she was in at the time she was mm-hmm. like going into some water or something i don't know mm-hmm. who cares yeah who cares that the true form is Grendel? I mean, as long as they can keep up the mirage, as long as there's the butt crack every now and then, who cares? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, if, it's if, a great I mean, equalizer.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> great equalizer. All
2: is forgiven.
1: But like, like, Show where's, me that like, butt. They can't. I mean, they can't hypersexualize the mother from from.
3: Uh, what is it? Fucking. Uh, oh my God, Cinderella! Right? You can't. Oh. You, that that bitch had big hair. You can't make big
1: hair sexy. <laughs> you can't do it. She had that giant, uh, had that giant speedboat on her fucking head. You remember that thing, the giant like yeah. top? Oh god, it was awful. Yeah, uh, you, yeah. Have, you have you have the old the old witch from Snow White, but I think they already did the Snow White in the Huntsman movie, didn't they? With yeah, like, they did with and Char- it? Was Charlie god awful. Charlie Sterling, Chris Hemsworth.
2: They did and, two of them, I think, didn't they? Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did. They, so they made one, and then they made another one. After that,
0: and they're like, "That was good. Let's do
2: that again." Yeah, Hemsworth <laughs> was like, "What can I do to stretch my uh,
0: my great acting skills in between all the Avengers films?" And yeah, what do I Huntsman, do before bro. I
2: have to cut this fucking hair
0: off? <laughs> I, can, I can just play Thor with no hammer. Let's just do that. Um, okay, I, I'm gonna. Unless you guys have thoughts on the Cruella trailer, I'm going to skip the next piece of news because it's not super important. And I've realized that we have. Not only a couple BlizzCon announcements to talk about, but we also have uh, Young Rock, WandaVision, and Grand Budapest Hotel. And we have like 45-ish minutes to, to do all that in. So I'm going to cover this Airplay. one trailer, uh, and then we're going to do BlizzCon. And I, I'm only doing this because I personally think it looks kind of fucking cool. There's a, an animated show coming to uh, Amazon Prime called Invincible, which is based off of a comic book series by Robert Kirkman, who's famous for The Walking Dead. The, it's like an R-rated animated show. Based on a superhero family. The premise is a teenager, Mark Grayson, who's the son of the most powerful superhero on the planet, who is voiced by J.K. Fucking Simmons His all the superhero names are generic and kind of dumb. His name is Omni Man. But it seems like from watching the trailer, one, it's going to be bloody. There's he's just like he's splatting people in the fucking trailer. Uh, And it looks like there's some kind of weird, dark secret that these this most powerful superhero on the planet is like hiding from his son. Uh, and there's a, the fucking voice cast in this was through the roof. I don't know if you guys saw the names of flashbacks, yeah. Seth oh, yeah. Rogen, Jillian Jacobs, uh, Zazie beats, Mark Hamill, Walter Goggins, Zachary Quinto, Mahershala Ali, fucking our future blade. Um, it just, it, it goes on and on JK Simmons, of course, but I, I, uh, had heard that this was coming and I never paid any attention to it because it's a property. I, I don't know. I just felt like why I get invested. I'll wait till I see something more substantial. Uh, first three episodes come out March 26th. I'm curious to see how you guys felt about it. Scott, did you uh, did you like it? Did you hate it?
1: I'm offense about it, to be honest. Yeah. The, I mean, the voice casting is exciting, but also, like, I don't know. It's it just, I appreciate what they're going for. I appreciate the kind of throwback animation style to, like, those mid-90s uh, animated shows like Batman and Superman, yeah. and things like that. But at the same time... Uh, I'm going to have to watch the first episode. I'm going to have to give that, that two-episode rule, see if I can actually <laughs> give a shit about it. Uh, I'm excited to see J.K. Simmons doing something like this. Yeah. And, and Steven as well. Because, um, I mean, since, since he got killed on Walking Dead, it's kind of been, like, bits and pieces of him, like, doing horror movie spots and shit like that.
3: Um, that's all I got. Meh. Yeah.
0: We'll see. Derek, how about you?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm also on the fence. There's It's one of those things where there's, like, enough that like didn't really uh hit for me but enough that does that i'm like all right well obviously i have to watch a couple episodes just to kind of see how i feel about it um the things that i do like i have like a i i just love good voice acting um even like when i'm just playing world of warcraft and like some non-fucking 10th tier uh npc has a voice line i like look their name up just because you know um, so when you have like a, a credit list of voice actors at the end of this trailer, that's literally they need three screens to list all the well-known <laughs> people who are doing the voice acting. I'm like, all right, well, that in and of itself to me is like, I want to see w- how those actors um, play those roles out, especially J.K. Simmons. Simmons is just fucking great. I could hear him talk about chewing. how to change a colostomy bag. Yeah, <laughs> it's like chewing scenery, baby. Just a great. Great voice. Um, I really hated the animation. It's like not doing it for me at all. Yeah. Like there was a lot my of favorite, like favorite. frame skipping and like, yeah, there uh, is. I don't know. That kind of stuff. is just like, it just hits me in a bad way. But in any event, like I said, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch the first couple episodes because there's enough happening. The, the first half of the, the thing didn't really hit me like, oh, am I going to get the powers like my dad does? Like we've seen a million shows and Pixar movies that are like that. Um, yeah. But then it, when it got kind of like dark in the latter yeah. half, I was like, all right, clearly it's not a, a recycle plot. They're doing something a little different. And I have no fucking idea what direction they're going. Like there was right. enough information to kind of like drag you along, but not enough that it answers any of your questions. So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to check it out. Hundred I would say
0: the reason I'm most interested in this is because uh, it's all characters that are clearly made for this universe. So there's no built in expectations. I don't know who's going to live and die. They could kill anybody. And in a a world, it's the same reason when I first read the Watchmen book as a young lad, I was like, this is cool because I don't know what's going to happen. This is a neat kind of superhero, like epic story. Yeah. And they, yeah. And they could do whatever the fuck they want. And like, there's a scene in here where the main guy looks like he's getting fucking murdered. Like this big motherfucker slams his head into the ground and then hits him and all his blood comes out. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It looks fucking brutal. So. Yeah, I cautiously optimistic. I'm definitely willing to check it out. It it comes out in a month, basically the first three episodes. So we'll definitely talk about it. Uh, We'll see if we like it. We'll see if we do. We can add it to the weekly rotation for when episodes come out. But uh, all right, let's get to the meaty stuff, boys. BlizzCon happened. Scott doesn't think this part's meaty, but
1: (laughs) no, this is a subway sandwich.
0: All right. So we're not going to spend a ton of time because really the announcements are things that were already rumored. And also, I don't know if you guys saw, but the. Fuck you. The news leaked the day before. It leaked on like Friday by Blizzard. No one leaked it for them. Like some stupid intern posted the fucking articles early and they grabbed all the fucking info. Uh, so they announced a couple things. One I the, there wasn't any big bangers, so it would have been literally. <laughs> one, the Diablo 2 remaster, the long-awaited Diablo 2 remaster, is happening. Uh it didn't show a release date, I don't believe, but Hey, I love D two and I'm excited about it. I know, say this I know, I know. Two,
2: I believe, right? Yeah. So, they,
0: so we have a we
1: have a 15 year old port coming. Yes. What else we got? It's a redo. It's a read. It's the it's graphics good, are completely so revamped. was so was Warcraft three Reforged. That's yeah, a good point, yeah, and it was a pile of garbage. Fair. You're
0: totally true. You're totally true. Uh, I I have fond memories of D two, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. And look, I know I would,
1: I would have rather had a straight like port of the original. To be honest with you, like rather than any kind of graphical update, give me that classic, like. Give me the nostalgia. Just mainline the nostalgia into my fucking arms. <laughs> like, just, just, like, like, that's Here, all, here's the vein. Because the thing is, like realistically, they could have done that at any point in the last 15 years. Why is it a big deal to do it now? Why is this news? Because it's a slow cycle. They don't have anything big. Yeah. But they, their biggest yeah, IPs no. are still uh, World of Warcraft. And at this point, with the that Activision merger, Call of Duty, both those things were already announced and out in their current cycles.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, Overwatch as is, is well. Overwatch 2 is the next big.
0: Yeah, but they're the like horizon. like balls deep in development on that still. Yeah. And I think behind like a, they just released a behind the scenes thing. So that we got Diablo 2 Resurrected is what they're calling it. Uh, they also released a new class video for Diablo 4. We know that that's still deep in development. The class video looked really cool. It was re- well done. Blizzard is always known for doing good cinematics, though. Yeah. I mean, when, uh, when like we not were just
2: good, like incredible. They're like amazing <laughs> yeah. how well done their cinematics are. Yeah. yeah. Like everything that they put out is fucking just excellent.
0: The original cinematic for the Diablo 4 announcement is like really fucking great. Yeah, it, it it's fucking makes, brutal.
1: It, it's it's. I, I know it's inspired by the original Hellraiser, but it puts it to shame at the same time.
2: Yeah, it's it's really fucking good. Yeah. Dude, that like um, sheet of skin that she like mm-hmm. yeah comes uh, down uh, the through. fucking still, like, membrane. Oh, you feel mm-hmm. like fucking dirty afterwards. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, you might feel dirty. You might feel aroused too. You know, kind of. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it's a riddle. It's a figure it out. <laughs> Oops.
1: If my dick liked that, I would cut it off.
0: <laughs> I'd be so <still laughs> mad. Sort of be decision, like, baby.
1: You gotta it's go, like- no!
0: <laughs> is it like idle hands where you're just like trying to saw it off real quick before it makes bad decisions on your behalf? <laughs> yeah. Like- uh, all right, so Diablo 2 remaster, the Diablo 4 Clash Trailer. Uh they announced that there's a behind-the-scenes thing for the Overwatch 2 circuit, but the other two items that were World of Warcraft centered centered are one that was widely rumored for a long time now, which is that they're making burning crusade classic as well. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And the way they're doing it is kind of neat and we're not going to spend much time on it, but they're, they're turning all the current servers into what they call progression servers. So all the current classic servers will turn into burning crusade. However, if you don't want to do burning crusade and you want to stay in classic, you can get a free transfer to a legacy server that will stay classic and they're not forcing you to do it. So it's cool. They give you the option and they're not (laughs) charging you for the option. Um, I don't, I don't, I play, Classic, when we did Douchebags and Dragons, and that was it. I like retail at this point so much more. And it's not like like the nostalgia view of classic in my head is fantastic, but then you actually sit and play it, and you're like, there's a reason that this thing has been changed and molded, because it's just a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, it's so our, tedious. Our
2: foray into classic is the last time I'll ever play classic. Like, going to, to, uh, <laughs> going to retail now, like, Plus, who has time to have a fucking uh, retail, uh, uh, you know, all yeah. these retail tunes as well as yeah, thanks as oh, well as God. like leveling in, in classic as well.
0: I would have right. filled in, but I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah, <laughs> neither
2: did I. Apparently,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do
2: have really really fond memories of Burning Crusade. Don't get me, me wrong. Too. That's that's, where ex- I, that's the first like real deep dive I went mm-hmm. into WoW is is Burning Crusade. So, yeah, I'm, I did
1: I'm, a tempted, I'm tempted to hop in for Burning Crusade. I'm not gonna lie. Because the yeah. le- the level the level cap was raised to seventy, uh, the grind was reduced by a quarter, yeah. And I never I never did end game during the OG Burning Crusade. I was Me too neither. busy running around with Twinks being a spiteful little prick.
0: I did a little bit. I remember doing Karazhan, uh, which was fucking great. That place is so good. Uh, but I didn't do. I think I stopped at like Ser- There's like Serpent Shrine Cavern and then Black Temple. And I don't think I did those two with a full raid group. But a lot of fun memories from that. I mean, I, I hit sixty. The night Burning Crusade came out. I remember like my friends literally waiting on me to hit sixty so we could go to GameStop at midnight and pick up our copies of fucking BC. Uh it was uh, you know, a good time. And the kind of the cool thing here is like if you want to play it, it's there, but they're not asking for more money. If you have a yeah. sub to WoW, you get to play it for free. So it's, I mean, it's, it's not the, the most it's at, least, at least they can do it for like
1: fourteen dollars a month. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, yeah it's true it is it is kind of a steep sub for an mmo still like when almost all of them are free to play at this point yeah, yeah. Uh, i think that i think wow and like final fantasy are like the only two that still actually have a monthly sub um but yeah i mean i'll probably check it out because i probably will i mean i have a lot of fond memories of it shatrath city was like this giant like kind of orange brown turd but it was really cool at the same time you know what i mean
2: no, I um, agree, and then, <laughs> like, that is, that is my, mo- like, I, I played, um you know, Vanilla, like, when it released, like, I never owned it, but it, I had a couple friends who had it, and I would play characters whenever I was over their house, but never, like, you know, anything extensive. The first time I really, you know, had an unhealthy obsession with World of Warcraft was Burning Crusade with, I made a Blood Elf Paladin. Dude, I loved it. I mean, it was, I, I, but I never got to Endgame. I'm the same as, same as you, Scoot, in that time. I've actually never been in Endgame in any of the expansions, which is why I'm, like, fucking sticking with it this time. Uh, which I'm almost there, by the way. But um, <laughs> now, I mean, the amount of time that it took, like I, it it was reduced by a quarter. I get that. But it's still, what, three or four times as long as it takes now more than, I mean, I just don't have that yeah. time oh, yeah. to like have a, a character in retail now, multiple characters in retail and play, uh, uh, you know, a Burning Crusade one as well. Yeah. Um, it's I just I, I literally don't have the time of the day to do it. Otherwise, I would. I'm definitely going to check it out. Uh, Last thing they announced was the
0: next content releases for retail, which is called Chains of Domination. We're not really going to get into it, um, as I think, uh, like you, you guys were saying, I'm the only one at max level right now. But they're adding some cool stuff in, uh, some cool new areas, uh, a cool storyline. It looks like they're kind of. Well, I don't want to. Again, I don't want to spoil shit yeah, for anybody. Thank you. if you guys watch the trailer that. for yeah, it?
2: No, I didn't for that reason. Okay, so okay, 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 okay. <laughs> uh,
0: right when I was starting to talk, I was like, oh, shit, I don't want to do that. It looks cool. Uh, nine Patch 9.1 is coming out pretty soon. Um, And after we finished all that BlizzCon news, I now know why you said Blizzion, because it's nothing exciting happening. Yeah, I like how how
3: Overwatch
1: announced, like, we have two new levels coming, like, aren't there only, like, eight levels for your eight-year-old game
0: now? Like, how many fucking original Overwatch levels are there? Like, that's why when I hear people talk about Overwatch, I'm like, I don't, I don't have any. I played it when it came out. Yeah, I it's like still zero wrong. interest to go not wrong,
1: it's fun, but it's fun for like small periods of. I, I could yeah, imagine. yeah,
2: could never do it consistently. I'm with you. Like yeah when you, yeah, when you give it a break for a couple months and go back, those like ten matches, you're having like the time of your fucking life. Yeah, man, Ooh, so I'm good.
1: good, but it's but and it's an arc, <laughs> it's an arcade game, right? Because like <laughs> yeah. like you get credit for a kill even if you only did one hit of damage on somebody. It's right. it's, it's 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 a game that shouldn't be. It's a, it's a. It's a dirty, filthy, casual game that people play like it's hyper-competitive. They yeah. like, All these meta, like, squads and all that, like,
2: it's... Yeah.
0: Bro, I... I remember when it first came out, and one of the metas early on, because of an imbalance, was, like, an entire team of Reinhardts, and I was, yes. like, fuck, I was like, fuck this game. Yeah. That is so or, or, unfun.
2: That's what we did. We, we sat on the fucking payload, and mm-hmm. there was, like, it, we all had our shields out in a fucking dome around it, and that's just how we got through. Uh, good. Good we time. can we
1: can all agree that anyone who mains Bastion is a piece of shit, right? Like, yeah,
2: from, from day one. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like like your parents <laughs> your, your parents their parents abandon you because they knew that's what you were going to become eventually. It's just it's, yeah. it's, it's it's not a happy coincidence that that's your main. Oh, you have no. no family
0: that loves you. I yours. feel like
2: they capture flies and then tear their wings off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And sort of like clap as they mm-hmm. just sort of dance around. It's mm-hmm. Nightmarish. They're the well, kind they, of people well, that are well,
0: happy that Jack Black is being cast as claptrap and yeah, people, people who right, main right. Bastion follow women around the mall or like around
1: like public places just to watch them get nervous when they realize yeah. they're being followed.
2: Oh, no. I'm yeah, not if you not. main Bastion, go fuck yourself. Get off, mm-hmm. don't listen to the show anymore. You're out.
0: Yeah, yeah we you add you to the group of uh weebs yeah. and whoever yeah, else and along the way. People, yeah. people
1: who main Bastion <laughs> jerk off to the scene where Artax drowns in the swamps of sadness <laughs> in the printing oh. story
0: oh no uh okay main topic time do you have PP? I, I
2: gotta do it i gotta yep. okay that's fine. That's, fine that's fine
0: well he we didn't see he it. didn't see young rock right he didn't see young rock we could just start if you want i mean i'm we can chill. we, we haven't chilled yet i I've, i'll say we'll chill and then we'll start if he, even if he's not back yeah that works uh do, do you want to go first do you want no, me to go first not, not i trust you. all right all yeah. right you trust me i like yeah. that yeah. Hold my hand. You can find <laughs> us on Twitter at the Schmeg nerd. You can tweet at us all the live long day. Please tweet at us. We don't get any fucking tweets, boys. We want some questions. I want some comments. I want some corrections. If you have a question for us. You can ask us uh, tagging us with the hashtag ask TCN. If you have a correction, hashtag fuck TCN. Um, you can, you know, tell us how wrong we are. You can tell us how handsome you think Derek and Scott are. You can do any of those things and all of the above. What, where else can they find us at?
1: Uh, you can also Photoshop different fluids running down Jack Osborne's chin and tweet it at us. You uh, should do that. Yeah, actually, hashtag... Oh God, what? There's, there's got to be a, a
0: good hashtag for that. Uh, I'll have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> where else can they find us besides Twitter, Scott?
1: Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We are the Cynical Nerd on Facebook. You can find us on... That That's... I mean... Obviously, Spotify. Yeah. I mean, Apple. Spotify. If you're listening to this, I don't know why I'm telling you where to find us. You can also go to our website, <laughs> which again, if you're already listening to us, why the fuck am I telling you this? You can also go to thecynicalnerd.com, grab our RSS feed. I'm sure eventually we'll have behind the scenes stuff posted there. Uh, the problem is it's just been really hectic right now with everybody's work schedule. and Yeah. Uh, we're sorry.
0: Sorry, not sorry. I fucking hate that phrase. I'm so sorry that I said it. Are you, also, sorry, are you
1: sorry, not sorry that you said sorry, not sorry?
0: I am indeed and the hole goes infinitely down and I don't want to trip and fall into it. Uh, we can also, if you still use email questions at the cynical nerd.com. Hashtag yak Osborne. Y a C K Osborne. Yeah, there you go. There you yeah, go. uh, hashtag yak Osborne with all your photoshops of things dribbling down his chin. Uh, you probably, find, fucking, a picture, you probably find a picture of, of him eating, right? Let's that sleep. makes me feel dirty just to say out loud. Okay, um, Young Rock. Why did you make me watch this? <laughs> I mean, I know that you didn't, but I feel like you did because you said you were watching it, and I was like, "Well, shit! I should, I feel like I should watch the fucking thing now <laughs> to see
1: what's right. going so, on. So, so you didn't like it? Is what you're getting at?
0: Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I so here's the thing: I would never watch a show like this. I don't watch sitcoms. I don't care about them, and um. I I don't know. It just because it's not something I would watch. I had no interest in it. It's hard for me to even objectively say if I think it was good or not, to be honest with you. Uh, I would rather watch a, a fucking full length movie about his life because it, it is somewhat interesting um, than a sitcom show that's trying to like insert jokes every five minutes.
1: What I'll say is some of the some of the, the joke writing was really, really, really bad in the first in the first like two minutes. It was like one one throwaway line joke they do, like while he's being interviewed, and I was like, this is gonna be fucking terrible. <laughs> and and I was I was bracing to hate the ever loving shit out of this. And I slowly just kinda got into it and didn't hate it at all. <laughs> like some of the some of the some of the dialogue is bad. Um But the thing is like he's so likable. He's so yeah. fucking charismatic and likable that like but also it's 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 all a true story like is it the whole thing is it's i'm sure parts of it are you know um exaggerated you know i gussied
0: up a little bit yeah yeah
1: i'm sure like bits and pieces uh for you know for comedic effect or like but through this it's not even funny i didn't laugh at any of it i just genuinely enjoyed learning about him and how he was brought up and a lot of it felt genuine uh i thought it was casted wonderfully People who played him, the little kid who played him was cringe, God-tier cringe, but like again, child actors all should be shot directly into the sun, like an embryo (laughs) in a a Superman movie, Uh, but y'all get that one, right? Quest for Peace, that's a deep thing. Oh yeah, Uh, it is. (laughs) uh, But ironically, if you shot the the rock's embryo into the sun on a nuclear missile, it probably would come back looking exactly like the rock looks now. (laughs) That's Uh, that's true. Yeah, just roided out just HGH-fueled fuck machine. but he he was, I I genuinely, I genuinely liked it. I'm actually looking forward to watching next week's episode because it it really is just kind of like, uh, and it's it's a bunch of people acting out him telling autobiographical stories.
0: Yeah, I thought that was well, really so interesting. The reason that I am on the fence about it is the reason that you liked it, which is that I, yeah, I I find his life interesting. Like the whole like where his father his father was a wrestler, kind of a hustler, and like you know he's. Trying, you know, work at the gimmick or whatever they keep reiterating throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, like I said, I would much rather it just be in a fucking movie format where I can see like this than have the weird setup of like the future thing in the beginning. And it was so cringy and weird and bad. And, like Dwayne is is obviously charming. We've all discussed how he's a lovely fucking human being. I just it couldn't save it for me because the I that's what I'm saying. Like the jokes were cringy. All right, not all of them, but that, a decent chunk. But
1: that's that's fair. But think about how tired and exhausting the How I Met Your Mother bit was of him telling the, the, the kids the story of, of their mother. And it's, first of all, Josh Radnor's a grown man, but Bob Saget his voice 20 years later for no fucking reason. <laughs> I mean, like, 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 How I Met Your Mother" setup was cringe-worthy as hell. But over time, it built, it had these built-in inside jokes, and it had these built-in characters where, like, as much as you wanted to hate it, you, it kind of, like, it kind of got you. It kind of pulled you in. And, like, I, I see that happening with this already. I feel like this might only get one season, but by the end of the season, I, I know I'm, I'm I'm probably gonna be emotionally invested. Like it's, he's charismatic that the casting is well done on the yeah. adult versions of him and the people who play his parents and, his, uh, and even the Andre, the giant bits. I, I like I wanted to hate them. I wanted to yeah. so bad. I was like, like, all right, like that, like that, you know, like that, it, nothing felt, nothing felt like Malcolm, the middle to me. Nothing felt so ridiculous that I didn't believe it. Nothing felt disingenuous. It all felt like, you know, the way that you would tell a story that actually happened to you to entertain your friends, you, 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 you know, exaggerate a a few little bits here or there. Yeah. Or or you tell it with more energy than maybe this original story had, but it, it all felt real. I don't know. It felt felt like it felt like like, to me, like if they did this as a movie, there wouldn't be enough time to do it. The sitcom format is tired and corny, but if you can forgive that, I think there's going to be something really interesting to watch here. I think if you really do like the rock, you're interested in hearing about his life. Yeah. um, I think it's going to be, an honest portrayal and like an honest window into his upbringing and who he is as a person. And that, that to me is, it's, it's weird to do in this format, but it's also like, it's fascinating to see him like show that kind of vulnerability. Yeah. Where like, he's talking about his father who's no longer with us. Like First episodes, you know, is dedicated to his father, but he's also portraying his father as not a perfect man, but still saying that his father made him who he is today. And he's grateful. for. Yeah. So, So it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's not that weird hokey. Everything's perfect. Sitcom. Uh, like cliche, but it's also not that super dark everything's fucked roseanne kind of bullshit, you know what I mean like <laughs> it's right in that sweet spot for me where i i can I can appreciate it as the cynic I am, but still be like,
0: oh, you know I I will not be watching it weekly. However, one, once the season ends and I figure out how many episodes they gave it and if they're renewing it or not, I might go back and catch up on it. And here's the thing. Like if they aren't like most normal sitcom series, like 22 at like a full seasons, like 22 fucking episodes. Yeah. How do you not cover all the important or interesting things in his life in 20? Like if they said it was a limited thing with just one season, I'd probably be more interested in watching it than if I knew they were going to try and milk it for a couple seasons. Um, I mean, yeah, lot, I like I said, let's
1: let's be honest. This format can't like it can't last more than a season or two. It right, does, like it, 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 it just
0: doesn't it doesn't feel like it has the legs for it. But um, you never know. All right, um, well, it depends on how far one, that might, if they get to a
1: point where he's playing himself as an adult, then it's gonna hit, jump the shark.
0: You know I mean, when they yeah. stop
1: when they stop doing that, everyone loves or everyone hates Chris thing, and it's just yeah. him like on the set of Fast and Furious with like some other actor playing fucking uh, Paul Walker. Paul, <laughs> that's, that's Did that well. happen? No, no, no! But if that if, oh, okay. if that
2: happens, that's where I'll be like, oh, they get like God. Rob Schneider to play Paul Walker. <laughs> why? Why do you? Why are you doing that? But they did, and they will. Uh, probably because I hope Rob Schneider also gets into a horrible car <laughs> accident. <laughs> Fuck that
0: guy! <laughs> All right, boys. WandaVision. What what did, what did Deuce Bigelow do to you?
2: <laughs> oh, he's uh, he's like a crazy. He's like yeah, he's he, a bag of shit. Yeah, yeah. Is like like really? as a human but being, but I've never like I've never
1: like wait wait the guy who played racist some- stereotype like, like tertiary characters for his entire career is a racist.
0: (laughs) He's yeah. I know. Surprise. Turns out Adam was just typecasting him all those years. I've never
2: hated someone so much that I also still think is hilarious as Rob Schneider though. Yeah. That's a great point. In his guest roles though. Like not when he's starring, he is not a leading man, but his little guest roles he shows up in. Oh my God. He kills every single one of them.
1: Can we we talk about real quick though? Like his only movie worth mentioning that he was the star of the animal. Where the, the entire movie is, he, like, he, gets, he gets in a car accident, he gets put back together all these animal parts, but he acts like a fucking dog. Oh, of yeah.
2: <laughs> what an acid trip. Oh, my yeah, God. what a
1: fucking terrible movie. But like, Norm MacDonald steals that entire movie as the guy with the pitchfork. You remember that? Like, like hey, hey, uh, j- j- just a question. Like, if one of us had accidentally already lit our, our torch, could he maybe oh, keep yeah. it lit? Yeah. And like, I don't see why not. good, 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 good. yes.
2: <laughs> I love Norm Macdonald. He's the only comedian in the world who like goes out like trying to bomb, not bomb in a funny <laughs> way, actually bomb. Yeah. And it's still hilarious every single fucking time. It makes no sense why it, it works, but it does.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Was it Dirty Jobs? His uh,
0: his dirty movie? work, dirty work, dirty
1: work. Him with Artie. Fucking Artie had a face. It's crazy. Uh, Dirty Jobs
0: is with fucking Mike Rowe. On, yeah, on, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You have to watch him shovel shit for a whole episode and then I mean, talk conservative. I, I
1: know we've been, on, we've been on that whole Bear Grylls thing for a little bit, but also... Why uh, can you
2: not say his name? Hang on. <laughs> Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Bear, Bear, Bear
1: Bear okay. <laughs> I, I can't say his name because I don't know it. <laughs> I, I don't care enough to remember it. What, what's the other guy? The guy, the Dirty Jobs guy?
2: Mike, uh, Rowe. Mike,
0: Rowe.
1: Man, Mike, Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe gets paid to drink piss too, but it's accidental when he does it.
2: <laughs> true, true 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 yeah it's it's his uh his his crew just pissing in his fucking coke every morning <laughs>
1: well, oh, no, no, well no 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 i'm gonna because he's like always like working in a septic tank or something no yeah but uh yeah well, but, but, what, what, stuff, what's fucked up is uh, a ba- bear grizz grills grills, grills. fuck I- i'm never like gonna you're, get it. like your
0: grill and fucking food
1: i'm never gonna yeah. get it because I, I was thinking like grizzly bears i'm like he's a wild man uh so, <laughs> well, oh, he's you so crazy uh bear bear grills uh drinks piss for, for sustainability, right? Like, not only while out in the wild to survive, but also because if he didn't drink his own piss, he wouldn't be able to pay the bills. Because no one's going to tune in to watch this guy drink out of a Dasani bottle on the, on the fucking tundra. Uh, Unless where's whereas, Ma- whereas, whereas Mike Rowe drinks, <laughs> drinks urine as more of a, it's a, a, a labor of love. It's, it's a passion for him.
2: Yeah, a piss passion.
1: Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's already got enough money. He doesn't have to do dirty jobs anymore. Some, <laughs>
2: might, be, some might even call that a fetish. If <laughs> think about it. Yeah, Mike Rowe is a big Bear Grylls fan. <laughs> he tunes in <it> every week.
1: <laughs> Mike no my 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 theory is that Mike Rowe's fetish is humiliation. <laughs> He's a humiliation fetish. And and the and the, the walking waist deep in poopy is just a happy coincidence when he gets to do that too.
0: <laughs> it's a happy accident. Alright. Uh we have to talk about WandaVision, boys. This episode seven. And all of the pieces are starting to fall into place. And uh we'll do the we'll do the thing we typically do. So we got we got the confirmation that Agatha is bad. We've been calling it all season. Uh, she's yeah, she's real, still real fucking Yeah, real shocker good. there. Yeah, real big shocker. I'll have Shyamalan twist on that one. Although, God, is Catherine Hahn just a fucking mint?
2: Just a
1: lovely uh, lady. Yeah, I like to re- reiterate that she has a Pixar mom butt. I'd like to double down on that statement that eh, I made. I don't this week. think
2: it's a Pixar mom butt. I mean, it's a good butt, but Pixar mom butt is like that's the cream of the crop. you
1: who has a real life Pixar mom butt? Who would you say is nobody, nobody? Nobody, because nobody, nobody does. does. <laughs> then, then, it, then it's not. It's not a maybe,
0: maybe like, like those monstrosities that like Iggy Azalea puts in their backside, right, right, you know, right. where it's like just implants after implants. Nicki Minaj. I forget butt. who is
1: Iggy Azalea
0: is has used... a
2: pixar mom butt in her lips like that's basically <laughs> the closest you get to it
0: that's what she asked for actually yeah, yeah. um so we, we found out confirmation that Ag- Ag- that agnes is actually agatha harkness which is what we've been talking about for a while we get confirmation that uh monica rambo is turning into Photon. she's getting her superpowers here which is something we've been talking about uh for a couple of episodes we just got a lot of the pieces falling into place um because of last episode where the bubble expanded, Darcy Lewis is now inside vision wakes her up. They have like a cool little, like let's try and get back to camp. But clearly Agatha is the one stopping them. Uh, And then you kind of, you kind of get this story where Darcy's like, no, she might be kind of crazy and emotionally unstable right now, but your love is real. You should definitely go back and fix that. Uh, And we also get confirmation that Agnes or Agatha was behind uh, Pietro, AKA, uh, Quicksilver impersonator, yeah. I guess. Who's also gone up. completely? Just gone, poof, gone. Not in this entire episode until the very, very end. Did you? What mm-hmm. you watched the spoiler there at the end, Scott? Yeah. Or that's the spoiler the tag? Yeah, it's kind of um, it's
2: kind of like fucked up that they didn't have a post credit scene this entire season and then just tacked one on in episode seven. I was like, yeah, I didn't watch. I, I I haven't been waiting for them. And then I had read on Facebook like, don't miss the post credits. I'm like, oh, kind of a dick move, honestly. <laughs> like,
0: I I like how they left it still slightly ambiguous because we're pretty sure he's like working with Agatha. Maybe he's Mephisto or this other guy, nightmare disguise. Maybe he's a pawn of Agatha. Maybe he's a creation. Uh, but he comes up to to Monica and he says, Snooper's going to snoop, which simultaneously made me go, what the fuck? But I was like, he didn't say anything overtly evil. So yeah. is he is he literally showing up like, what are you doing? What's going on? Or is I obviously the more, uh, I assume widely held belief that he's working with Agatha and trying to stop Monica from getting down there, but they still leave it just ambiguous enough that I'm like, is he going to be evil next episode? Mm-hmm. Or are they trying to throw me for a loop? Um, because I mean, we if have he two is, episodes
1: left, right? Like how many more loops can they possibly throw you for? They need, right, right. They, they yeah. need to just whip their dick out and throw it on the table at this point. <laughs> just just well, drop, drop, the, they, drop that veiny beast down. Let's let's take a gander. They
0: they started. I would say this episode was them unzipping the pants, and maybe the head poked through. And uh, yeah. now, well, let's, let's
1: be realistic though Like like, how much can you tease out a dick? No one's no one's super stoked to see a dick.
2: Yeah, just just gotta flop it out. let's just get it. over. You, you gotta, you gotta it.
1: flop it out, and then we'll we'll take a look. We'll see all the little idiosyncrasies You know, is that a ingrown hair or a herpes sore? We gotta we gotta we gotta look at it.
2: Don't think about it. That's the answer. Don't think about it. Worry about it later.
0: Yeah. Make sure the lights are off. They don't have, to, you don't have to have those discussions. Uh, Oh God, I'll start with, yeah, that I'll way they with, don't see uh, her
2: ingrown hair. Am I right? Yeah. ingrown <laughs> hair, Derek, I'll start with you. How'd you feel about the episode? Uh, I liked it. it. It was, um, a bit of a, like transitory episode or like a fluffer episode, but even still, it was good. It, it, there were, a lot happened in it. A lot of questions were answered. Um, uh, there's some stuff I didn't really like about it. Um, I don't know why I like, I really don't know why, but I didn't like the, the outro, like the ending of like the thing with Agatha. I, there's something about it. I, since then I haven't been able to figure it out, but the whole episode I was like with it. And then that thing, just to end right on that note without having any kind of like continuation of whatever happened, was happening in the basement. Just kind of like left me like,
0: uh, I, that pissed me know. off too. Yeah. Okay. It was like, a- right,
2: I, I'm glad I'm not alone then. But, um, other than that, I thought it was great. Um, I think that this is like a huge testament to um, Elizabeth Olsen's acting and that she was emulating uh, Claire Dunphy from Modern Family so well that it was oh, almost yeah. distracting. Like that that's who you were thinking of the whole time, like you were trying to remember like Claire Dunphy's uh, mannerisms and whatnot, and she did him so well. It almost took you out of it, which isn't really a bad thing, because that's clearly who she's trying to act like. You know what I mean? Um but it was a little bit like when you hear a cover of a song that's like literally just an exact replica of the song and it's kind of like well, what's the fucking point then <laughs> Like everything, still... Weezer,
1: everything Weezer's done in the last 5 <laughs> years cover wise yeah, Exactly
2: yeah, yeah. exactly Toto we- Weezer really Toto yeah. But uh, uh it, either yeah. way it clearly shows that she has incredible range as an actress i thought she was great Um Yeah i don't know like i said it, it's it's seeing um uh uh Monica Rambeau get her powers or whatever that sequence, by the way, when she was pushing through the gate was like incredible. was, it was so cool. fucking awesome. Um, and the way she just kind of like focuses and brings all those realities together when she pushes through was just awesome. Um, I don't know what else to say about it, to be honest. Like, it was very good, but it was clearly yeah. just like the the, you know, uh, inhale before the big thing, which is going to yeah. be next week or the week after. But it was good. It was very good.
0: It's worth it's worth pointing out uh, before I move to Scott that during that scene through the thing. I mean, we hear. We hear Captain Marvel's voice. We hear Brie Larson talk in there uh, while she's about to get her powers. Uh, and the one thing I didn't talk about in the recap is that Agatha also is uh, clearly trying to take the children. She's done something with them. We don't know where they are. So we've basically, you know, to toot on horn, but been like 99% right with all of our this is probably what's happening theories so far. Uh, and and really, at this point, we're all kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop to see how far into these Theories or expectations they're going to go like, are they going to go full House of M? Are they going to? To me, it kind of hinges on whether or not Pietro is actually like, like a construct of Agatha's or Mephisto or Nightmare, or actually a different multiverse of of Quicksilver because they're not going to do like House of M, bring mutants in. I, I wouldn't think with uh, Quicksilver that's come from another film franchise that. Kevin Feige wasn't in charge of and had, let's be honest, a bunch of stinkers in it. I, I just I don't know. I don't know where they're gonna go, but before I get ahead of myself, uh Scott, how'd you feel about this one?
1: Uh I mean Derek kind of summed up. He feels like it's the inhale before yeah. the, the next and I think I agree, but I feel like it's it's like the inhale, but it's also freebasing. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, here it comes. Uh, uh
0: <laughs> you're still nervous about how they're gonna uh, the continuously. Well,
1: well, I mean, my thing is we saw we see Monica get her powers. Uh, by passing through the hex. And the question is, did it is that because she's is it, is it the entrance into the hex that changes your molecular your molecular uh, molecular structure or is it time spent in the hex? Is it that she's you know what I mean like like
3: are right, people, right, right. Are people that are you. also in there gonna yeah. be
1: affected by it? Are people who like cause we we saw the hex get more volatile when it turned red, right? And right. when it started developing other things. I mean, like, who's to say that Darcy won't have some kind of mutant ability, post hex? You know what I mean? Like, like, I, wh- where's wh- where's what is the deciding factor? Is it that she pushed through from the outside unwillingly, or like uh, against the will of the hex? And that she, maybe she was stuck in that transition for long enough that it affected her genetic code more than did people who were just enveloped by it. Is it? It is. It has to be the perimeter defense that makes that mutant gene activate. It's got to be.
2: I also don't get like what. And I I, generally I don't question stuff like this because it's so like, you know, at at some point you ask questions like this and the answer is always going to be you're watching a fucking TV show, like just just watch the TV show. But like, what is it about uh, Monica that she can resist the sort of um, and maybe I missed something, which is specifically why I'm asking it. Why does she still have like her agency in her mind when she's in there as opposed to everybody else in there? Like, I don't get Uh, why she
1: the first time she did.
2: Right? Exactly. Right. So it's, like, yeah. not something, like, innate. But, but this, this time that she happened. So what yeah. happened?
1: Well, this time, she she became powerful on her way. Like, she gained, she gained her powers all the Maybe way that's
0: why, Yeah, I don't know. It's right. you, you a, you, 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 a good point. Yeah. You can see
1: that when she lands, her eyes are blue. So, like, I'm not sure. What are, what are her characters' abilities supposed to be
0: canonically? Uh, They're pretty similar to, to Captain Marvel. I believe it's, like, control energy and stuff like that. Let me look her up. She really can, like, see well.
2: in the electromagnetic, uh, Fucking spectrum. Right, spectrum that would make sense since we saw her her yeah. views, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know exactly either.
0: I, I she can know, transform it, herself into any energy within the electromagnetic spectrum. Uh, among the many energy forms she has assumed and is able to control her cosmic rays, gamma rays, oh boy, X-rays, ultraviolet, visibly, you get the idea. Fucking okay, so, so she, she
1: can literally make, make her, her skin a barrier through which Wanda's
0: Oh, right. look, like whatever the
2: energy is like bounces off of her. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, the cool part, yeah.
0: the cool part about the energy waves is by assuming an energy form, she gains all of that energy's properties, which means that if she goes, turns into a ray that's invisible to the human eye, she's invisible. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. that's actually cool. Um, the most frequent exception being visible light and is capable of flight in all of her energy forms. Uh, she can project those energies from her body. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a little similar to Captain Marvel, but also a little, a little different there. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, um,
1: I I gotta I gotta see how they're gonna wrap this up. For right how I'm gonna feel, like I'm I'm, yeah. just, I'm so uh it's I'm uneasy about it.
2: Yeah,
0: I I can understand that. I'm a little nervous how they're gonna juggle everything. I mean, I I'm pretty sure Agatha has a partner because that basement looked like there was a summoning thing going on where there was like a book on a shelf.
1: Yeah, I, I feel um, like it's too soon to, to bring in Mephisto though. I feel like that's gonna be like where it gets
0: corny to me. Maybe they just hint at it at the end, you know. Maybe, maybe um, it's like Agatha's doing all this with Mephisto's power, but they don't actually show him; they just reference him or something. I mean, feel like
2: to make him like to to have do this big reveal with Agatha at the end of episode seven, and then they have two episodes left, and then they like to, to somewhere within two episodes, you're like, oh, but here's the real antagonist. Would be like, right? Ugh. Agatha so,
1: has to be the antagonist of
2: this. There's probably yeah. just gonna be some and mention she's, she, where she's, she's like,
1: she's probably trying to summon Mephisto. Or do it like you know? What I mean, she's probably yeah, like right,
2: exactly. And in the like last fucking you know yeah. forty-five second shot, they show that yeah. she was actually working for someone or trying to. Yeah. yeah, she'll she'll
0: she'll say some throwaway line about like I'm trying to get the children for him or something. Yeah, yeah. Something I mean, like
2: that.
1: There's there's any number of ways they could rewrite this. Like there was always that copy paste villain on Buffy the Vampire Slayer who was trying to sacrifice somebody to appease a demon, right? Or like do something along those lines. Uh, who's to say that this whole thing isn't her? I mean, if she's a servant of Mephisto, or if she's someone who wants to get his attention, to maybe become a servant of Mephisto, it could be not only a story about uh, Wanda and Vision, but it could be also the origin story of her in a way, like and how she comes to work for Mephisto. Right. Um. I, I also I, I feel like just it's there's got to be you need more screen time than what we have left to really pull that back and explain that there's a, a Marvel devil and all this. Yeah. like
2: I mean because like you you have to show how he's. I'm with you on that.
1: You have to show how he's like affected change this entire time. You have to show how he's he's had his influence, his hand in things over the course of the entire MCU. If you want to make him a big bad at this point, point. and yeah. you can't you can't do that on TV first. of because You'd have to acknowledge that he had his hand in all these other bigger events, maybe that happened in the past. Because if he's a devil, he's eternal. He's been aware of this the entire time. If he's an, an if he's uh, an inhuman spirit or some kind of like other uh, otherworldly force, he doesn't just like wait for the snap to be over. And like like my turn. You know what I mean? Like is this like Right. He, he's he's existed long before Thanos and will just yeah. long after. Now that all
2: the heroes are back, I'm gonna fight you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That wouldn't like, really make a whole thing. Yeah, lot of like,
1: sense. like like you'd have to show you have to show like him having a hand in some horrific events uh during during uh the absence post-snap and like or like yeah. or even priest, like 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 maybe him being he's like a god of mischief in a way, kinda, of, right? He's like he's like the He's not like Loki, but he's like uh like basically a monkey's paw of a character.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: he like twists your wish. From yeah. from yeah, so like there's got There's ample opportunities they could use. Like someone could like summon him. Like Cliff Barton could somehow try to bring back Black Widow and make a deal with Mephisto. There's yeah. any there's any number of endless ways they could they could work him into it. That's that's gonna have a bigger payoff than like the last two episodes of a Disney Plus series. Where we already yeah. have, we barely have a stat, like R- Wanda's right now the villain, but finding out that Agatha's been pulling strings gives us, like, two people for Vision to kind of contend
3: with.
0: Yeah. You know, we're already in Sam Remy territory. We need to dial it back a little bit. Need to get one bad guy. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, I want to move on to the last thing because we're running low on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least, we watched this week the Grand Budapest Hotel at Derek's recommendation. Um, it was a movie. And I watched it with my eyes and I, can I don't tell know. Here, Chris doesn't like something. because he'll just like, I did it. Like he's like, <laughs> uh, I don't know how Scott feels about it. I have an inkling of how Scott feels about it, but here's oh, you, the thing. You know how I feel about it. You Derek, you hyped this movie up for me and I don't think it was intentional. I, I, I can tell you just truly love this film and I can appreciate this film, but I did not enjoy this film.
2: How could I, you not enjoy Ralph Fiennes? fucking because and we you guys
0: talked about it before and Ralph Ralph Fiennes is great but we talked about it before Wes Anderson movies just ooze pretentious every scene I'm like I feel like the director's just telling me how to make a good fucking movie like knock it off it gets so sickening I'm like okay cool I get it like I don't know I, I the movie was not what I expected I'll give it that the story surprised me. I thought it was going to rotate around like a like Royal Tenenbaum style, like cast of characters, just their their yeah. strife or something being in this enclosed space. And they they almost set it up that way with like the big hotel. And there's this cast of characters who are always here. And then we go on this this literal like, you know, dinner story where he's talking about how he came to own the hotel. And all right, uh, it was kind of a fun adventure. I thought the the backdrop of the war that was happening was interesting, but it didn't get super expanded upon. It just kind of like is an inconvenience when they're getting chased by law enforcement uh, for the second half of the movie. I don't know. I, the performances were great. The stop motion stuff is cool. It looks good, but for some reason, I just, I, I'm just not a Wes Anderson film guy and I can't fix that. About I, I I'm
2: not even particularly like I like Wes Anderson films but I don't think that they're all masterpieces except for this one I think it's excellent but um here's what before Scott goes because let's just do a let's let's just do a Derek sandwich and you guys are the bread all right just a sandwich just bread of negativity squishing <laughs> in on You don't me. know Scott's going to be Stop negative me. I do know that. Um <laughs> <laughs> What I like about it is this I, I I think that it's it takes a very um Overdone trope of like master teaches student, but master ends up learning more than student does. And I think it does it in a a fucking brilliant way, in an unexpected way. You have a guy who is uh, the concierge of a hotel, um, (coughs) lives very finely, um, has fine taste, yada, yada. He basically gets an immigrant that's been displaced in his care. (coughs) Sorry, I don't know what's going on right now. I think that this beer is giving me GERD that's making me stop. Uh, uh, I don't think my beer liked. Um, I, think, I think I think you're welling
1: up with um, like just all the emotional weight of, carry, yeah. of of and you're you're expecting to carry this entire review out of out of the negative, right? You're trying to drag us out of the red, <laughs> and, and that's a lo- that's a lot to put on to put on your shoulders.
0: You're like um, Scarlett Johansson. You got red in your leisure <laughs> trying, to, trying to clear it out. And fuck, by the way, I hate that line. It's so Not bad. It's, it's yeah. really the worst. But anyway, yeah.
2: I, I just think it does it well. Um, I, I think like there's these my scenes red in her leisure, they, you know what I mean, they paint, uh, they paint in a funny way. Like when he breaks him out of jail and he, he's like, Oh, did you bring this whiskey or this perfume or whatever? And he says, no, when he has this freak out and he's like, what, you know, what hole did you crawl out of? And he's like, actually here's the hole I like, crawl, you know, crawled out of. And he basically has this experience where he's like, Oh, Like I've lived in this bubble of just niceties and and fanciness for my entire life. And I'm talking to you like from that bubble, not realizing that you've lived these horrible experiences that I just had in jail for six months or however long it was for your entire life. Um and and gives him this genuine apology. I just thought that the relationship between Gustav and Zero was excellent. And the lessons that they 100
0: percent agree with that
2: learn from one another. And of course, the the um, uh, cumulative scene where um, Gustav basically gets killed by the Nazis trying to defend zero was really emotional. Uh, Ultimately ends up like learning that lesson and paying for it with his life. I thought it was excellent. I thought it's a really, really just magical fucking movie beginning to end. I thought the set pieces were great. Um, The way all the shots were framed was excellent. Music, great. Acting was great throughout. I really had, I mean, I have to give this one like a nine out of 10 easily without even thinking about it. So I have one thing
0: to interject. You motherfucker. Which is, which is that how <laughs> could the scene of Gustav dying for him be emotional when they just say it off camera? It had I, I, no I, I, I'm way with to you. me. I'm with you like, on that. He z- was like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. Back to dinner. He was shot. I was like, what yeah. the fuck He would like, I, I thought funny. that that was that should weird. Have, too. That
1: should have been a big emotional payoff. Like that should have been,
3: but
0: Scott, how did you feel about the Grand Budapest
3: Hotel? This movie helped me figure out why... What,
1: it helped me figure out what I dislike about Wes Anderson films. Okay. Um, they all are extremely well-written. They're all cast perfectly. They're all beautifully directed. He has almost a uh, Stanley Kubrick-style. Br- 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 like yeah. like, am I saying Fubrick. that right? Kubrick, yeah. Like, like He has these weird... Non threatening pastel palettes, but it's like it's almost like the film was shot a, like hundreds of years ago or 100 years ago, and like you're seeing it through this lens of, of filth and dinge where like all these places used to be beautiful and they're not anymore. Even in their heyday in, in West Anderson and films, use these vibrant colors, but with some kind of weird saturation that makes you like feel like you're in a world of never ending gray, even with all these bright colors in front of you. Uh, it's, it's also a lot, of, a lot of the charm, the dialogue. The stop motion, it lowers your guard and then he breaks your fucking heart every single time. Every fucking movie, real tannen bombs. The the ending of that movie is is heart wrenching. The ending of this movie is heart. Like you don't see it, but maybe thank fucking God you don't see it. Right. Like, like, (laughs) like, does any Wes Anderson movie have a happy ending that you would consider? Like, I mean, they're all realistic to a certain extent, given how cartoonish the worlds are, I
2: guess they have like bittersweet endings where like some, in some aspects they win some aspects they lose. Yeah. Yeah, It's, uh, I
1: mean, it's all, it's all very like, but it, it's all, it all gets me every, I let my guard, like every time, like I'm, I'm fooled into letting my guard down by like the whimsical music, by the cinematography, by like everything's, everything has this weird otherworldly vibe to it. It doesn't feel real. And then you get hit with this real emotional moment that breaks your fucking heart in every single one. And I think, like, that's the thing. I, I always enjoy watching them. Like, I loved this movie. I fucking loved almost, oh. every, almost everything about this wow. movie. Okay, all right.
0: almost everything. So now, now oh, I, I know I owe the you an apology, Then,
2: okay, I, now, I, now,
0: <laughs> now I know the smirks of Scotland. We were saying he was going to hate it. with him going, hmm, I got something for you, bitches. <laughs> no, no, no. Like,
2: like, I
1: watched the first twenty minutes of it, before, like, like a week, or, week and a half ago, before we even had this on the docket, and I was like, this fucking pretentious horse shit. And like, I sat down and, and I was like, I'm not even going to start over. I'm going to pick up from where I left off. And within like 20 minutes of, of where I left, had left off 20 minutes in, it was had far surpassed my I was like, wh- like wh- we're, this isn't this isn't a fuck. like this isn't a stationary story. This is like there's so much momentum here. There's so much going on. There's so much development of these characters going on. But also, it's it's such a small story with so many giant cameos, right? Like, you yeah. have so
2: you like that's that's his staple, though. That's all yeah. his movies have t- but, the but big names in them.
1: The, the thing, the thing to me that was like the weirdest is that there's, this is such a dark, this is a much darker story than even any of the other ones I'd seen before. So much death, but played off in a cartoonish loony, like watching Jeff Goldblum get his fingers chopped off in a door with all like with, <laughs> with, 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 the, with the fluidity of like a Looney tunes bit where he's just like, yeah, you anything. know, and like they act like it's a, it's a, like hit, like having uh Willem Dafoe stomping on the ice instead of stomping on his fingers. And like, he just gets shoved. it all felt like a cartoon come to life, but like you're watching these horrific things happen. And in, in, in what's clearly supposed to be like a, a Nazi, Nazi regime taking taking
0: over a small country. Um, I, it's, that, it's the the Looney Tunes for the violent stuff is hilarious because as soon as you said that, I imagine Jeff Goldblum in the doorway with the, with it the just being dark behind him, but seeing like the little like cane that they use to grab the neck and pull him off yeah. stage, Whee! like that's it, I can it, totally see it kinda, that fucking it happening. had
1: that, but also the gunfight where they're all just firing. Watch <laughs> no yeah. was fire! Like it's, it's, it. Bunch it, it, Elmer Fudd's in here. <laughs> his movies lull you into false sense of security and then just break your heart. And that's that's what I dislike about. It. I think it's it's just that I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a weak, pathetic little cop. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm I I, I love I I, I I hate I hate so many things. I'm I'm so hardened and, and like, but they the, they get to me. They they fucking like, they 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 this. If I if I would have had to watch uh. The death on screen, I probably would have cried my fucking
2: eyes out. Yeah. You, you watch, no, you here's this. the thing. Like, I did. I just watched this with Veronica, like maybe a month ago. So like, I didn't watch it since we announced it last week. I just happened to have just seen it. Yeah. Um, and like, I just watched a couple scenes just so I was like refreshed enough to to comment on it for tonight. Yeah. Um, And even that scene, like just when he like throws the glass down yeah. and he, like stands up and gets in his way, I got like welled up. I'm welling up right now just thinking about it. It really is. His movies have that quality where it's like it's very fun and lighthearted, but like very, very serious things are happening throughout. Yeah. Uh, even Moonrise Kingdom, which I do not like as much as most people oh, do. Oh,
1: I, I hated that one. That was unbearable. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> but like really serious stuff is happening, like child abandonment, like divorce, infidelity. Yeah. Like, but it still has that tone where I see what you're saying, like tricks you into thinking that you're watching a like a movie. fucking cartoon <laughs> or something, but you're not yeah. like it's very serious subject matter. And it's very real. Like, it's not even, it, it's it, not like far away stuff. It's stuff that you've encountered yeah. in your life. Yeah.
1: Um, even like fantastic. Mr. Fox is full of death and despair and people. Yeah. Like it's, it's even, a And there's a dead dog is, in
2: every one of his movies because he said that when he was a kid, that like his dog dying was the most like impacting thing that ever had. It's like the first shitty thing that ever happened to him. That's why a dog dies in every single one of his movies.
1: You're talking about how the, how about how Willem Dafoe just threw a cat out of a 13th story yeah, window? Was
2: <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and then they
0: showed it splatted on the yeah. sidewalk. Yeah. It was, yeah. All like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was but, just full on Looney Tunes splatted out on the concrete.
1: But like when I say that he has like a, a Kubrick kind of feel to me with certain things, it's a lot of it like it's the, like it's beautiful symmetry.
2: Yeah. It's wide color- shots, long wide haulies. shots.
1: Yeah. The, the palettes he uses, the colors they're all non-threatening, beautiful backdrops that these horrific things are happening in all the time, and it's just to me that's more unsettling. Like, like, yeah. like I can I can watch a movie like like The Small Things, and be like, oh, this is horrific, but still, like, to me, like as as a cynic, it's like, all right, well, yeah, of course. But then when, when you you see a movie with the palette presented the way it is, with the cinematography presented the way it is, all these characters with bubbly, chirpy dialogue that's so like charismatic, and like you kind of like you feel like you're watching like a rom-com at, at certain points or like not, not a rom-com, but like a family friendly, like an adventure type. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like it, the whole, the whole thing had like a weird, like obviously the, he's on the run for uh he's, he's accused of murder. It's serious subject matter, but it had like a really weird, like, I don't, I don't know, man. It felt like parts of it felt like to me like the rescuers down under, like when yeah. he's like breaking out of prison, I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like even the stuff in prison, when they had uh, Harvey Keitel, that was Harvey Keitel, right? Yeah, the, I don't
2: the, know. The, the He's the guy from Taxi Driver. He's uh, Reservoir yeah, yeah. Dogs. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Harvey Keitel. Like the I, RV I, 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 I almost didn't recognize. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, I almost didn't recognize him <laughs> for a minute there. And uh, just yeah, dude, like that whole breakout scene, even like just the intricacies of that break, like how like overly complex it was, is so fucking pretentious. It's so, it's so pretentious in the way that they shot it and they, they showed that escape. But I found myself still like enamored by it. Like I should hate this, but I can't. Yeah, I can, it's I, can, really, I, 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 I can hate it in hindsight, but while I'm watching it, I enjoy it, even though I know it's, it's, it's like that movie. Uh, a, a girl walks home alone at night. You're like, this is all so fucking fake and premeditated, but it's so full of charm the entire time I'm watching it that I can't dislike it until I'm done watching. It.
2: And the juxtaposition of like uh, Gustav, you know, living in basically this bubble, this like fucking prison of niceties in his entire life and then going out into the world where things aren't like that at all. Yeah. And how he still retains that like prim and properness. Like yeah. when he gets in a fight in prison and he comes back <laughs> and he's got like a gash across his eye and he's like, I, I don't even remember what he says, but he like jokes about it, whatever.
1: I, I, I yeah, just you, can't, it was, you can't have people thinking you're a lily or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But sure. like, and he's he's saying all this like hard shit through the filter <laughs> of like basically a rich person, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, I but, don't but, know. But, I, but also he,
1: he, he was uh, he was faking it the entire time. He lives in that tiny little room. That zero stays in every time he comes there now.
2: Yeah, that was that was yeah.
1: Gustav's room. So it's like he he lived in this place surrounded by niceties, but he was always playing a part, wasn't he? He was always he yeah. was always just as poor as zero, essentially. But he had the luxury of pretending that he was somewhat something bigger than what he was. Yeah. And yeah. like
2: and I think that that's really like that when it came around is right before the scene where he dies, as he says, like to answer your previous questions, like the first conversation they ever had. Yeah, I was a lobby boy saying, like, I started where you are and. In a lot of ways, now I'm back where you are. You know, like, yeah, I've lived your experience somewhat in, in a uh, yeah. smaller way, but th- there's, I don't know, that understanding between those two characters was, like, fucking perfectly done to me.
3: Yeah.
2: It was very, like, show, don't tell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, you're uh, muted, I think, Scoot. I
0: don't think he's muted. Nope, I'm here.
2: Say hey, something. Oh, nah, he's okay. still
0: there. Now I, th- I think sometimes your filter is a little too strong and catches your... uh catches your quiet years um anyway i don't know i maybe i was in the wrong mindset for it i yeah fuck uh, you chris <laughs> i didn't i didn't hate it but i sure as fuck didn't like it yeah. i i the, i couldn't get past the feeling of the pretentiousness oozing and like i said i dialogue was written well I love all the actors that are in it. I just for some reason the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, uh, oh, okay, really? Oh, it's pretentious as
1: fuck. There's it no getting around. Incredibly, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I I couldn't it.
2: swallow
0: so the, the, that. The, the down way he to splits
1: his movies movie. into acts is like his pretentiousness is only surpassed by fucking. Uh,
0: How many? What what's that? <laughs> <laughs> his pretentiousness is only surpassed by the number of acts in a film.
1: Well, no, I was just gonna <laughs> say like like him and Quentin Tantino was like Act Four, like just fucking like really have to name like like yeah, come on. Like,
0: like, there's just certain, there's, do a Star Wars screen wipe, bro. You don't need a fucking cut title there, card <laughs> just to switch to a new setting. There,
1: there's certain things that I can't forgive, and that's one of them. But despite the things that I dislike about this movie, I get what you mean about it being a dream. You don't want to wake up because, like, yeah. when it, like the whole time I was watching it, I was mesmerized. When it was over, I was just depressed. I was like, well, I can't watch it
2: again. Like. <laughs> It whisks you away. It really does. Yeah, I, I just ended up watching The Life Aquatic immediately following this. I hate that fucking movie, man. Everybody loves that movie. I could never get into it. It's so really? boring to me. Yeah, and I love I, a lot of his movies. I, 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 don't I like, like, I like that
1: one. I'll be honest. I like that one. Yeah, but but it's, it's also very similar in that like it, it lowers your guard and breaks your heart. Yeah. Uh, but but Bill Murray's just complete cynicism. That, that like it's just like
2: my power animal. If I could have <laughs> if, if I could have a Bill Murray power animal, it would be Steve Zazu have you guys seen isle of dogs no no it's a good one it's another one of his maybe give yourself a little bit of time to like you know reset but then check out isle of dogs it's great yeah i'm sure i'm sure that would probably make me super sad
1: um <laughs> yeah okay so do, all, all the dogs die because a dog has to die No <laughs> <laughs> west End is not movie yeah.
0: oh jesus yeah they just, just tell me about this yeah, dog they, just, dying they, they, thing. Test,
1: they just test nukes on that island. This was the whole <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, thoughts up, Graham. So we're wrapped up. Do we have a recommendation for next week? Are we doing round Robin? How's that work? I think it's your turn. Yeah. Yeah. If it's my turn, we talked about this movie a bit ago. I don't know if any of you have watched it since. I would recommend The Trial of the Chicago 7. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. okay. No, I'm, I'm into that. Netflix films. Quite enjoyable. I love myself a good uh, like this was a real story. You know, procedural type film, and it's the. I think the friendly. Don't want to spoil anything, but I think it's good.
1: Friendly reminder, also, boys, that sometime in the next week or so, we're also gonna have Monster Hunter and Wally's World that we can watch
2: readily. So we're gonna have Wally's World, is what you're saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like I feel like we need to watch both because we're gonna have we're gonna have a lapse where like there's no Wandavision in two weeks. I'm saying once that's over, Monster Hunter and Wally's World back to back. That's the time
2: for that. Yeah
0: that's definitely the time to that's just going to be like the most negative zone we've ever been in yeah. on the cynical dark. i'm excited for wally's world fuck Same, well wally's world sure sure and sure.
1: if i'm not paying for monster hunter sign me the fuck up <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you're paying for it with hours of your life you'll never get back but i mean well, it's just yeah, those hours that? drinking that and mean? jerking off anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right we gotta wrap it up we're running a little over um Derek, where can everybody find you on the internet
2: Uh, They can find me on Twitch and Twitter. By the way, this week I am going to stream. I had uh, the very first follower that I ever had on Twitch send me and Ron a um, uh, care slash baby package, um, which like warmed my heart in a way that I could never possibly describe. She's also a fan of the show. She listens uh, every week. Uh, So, Crookie, this one's for you. I appreciate that. Appreciate you very much. Um, Hey, yo. And uh, they can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Doctor Gloom MD. That's D R G L O O M M D. M M
0: Ds. One of these days, you're gonna do it for me, Scott. Where can everybody find you? They can't find me. I'll find them.
2: Oh, ooh, oh that's, creepy. It's that's mysterious and sexy.
1: Do I sound like Danny Elfman right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm a uh, Swearwolf on Twitch, Twitter, and uh, YouTube uh that is swarble for the knee s-w-e-a-r-w-o-l-f-e danny elfman nice definitely definitely a predator. watch out he's, he's everywhere <laughs>
2: look out for he's that like, guy he's like
1: santa claus you better not pout you better not cry uh that just gets his cock harder
0: yeah. <laughs> just tell the fbi that rhymed that Listeners, we're here to tell uh, you uh <laughs> he's my behind God, you. Yeah. <laughs> you better not pal, uh, you
1: better not cry you better just call the fbi <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we'll fit some extra syllables in there uh, Danny you can find me fucking your kids <laughs> oh no <laughs> no, no, no. You, can, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN plays it's gonna wrap it up for the week so next week we're gonna do Trial of Chicago 7 WandaVision the penultimate episode of WandaVision I love that fucking word so I use it whenever I possibly can and uh, you know whatever else comes our way we'll figure some shit out but uh, for now we'll see you guys next week thanks for hanging out see ya